Phantomaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and today, it just so happens we're talking about toys. This is our annual coverage of the New York International Toy Fair, where everybody sort of reveals, well, not all of their newest stuff for the upcoming year, uh, and a lot of it won't even make it out this year. Right, Mezco? <laughs> but, uh... It's it's a look at some of the more exciting toys that are going to be coming out. And now toy companies save stuff for San Diego Comic-Con, uh, New York Comic-Con, and other things throughout the year. Uh, maybe Super 7 will have something for PowerCon if, if they ever put out any more He-Man products. Uh, that remains to be seen. Oh, boy, I'm just harsh today. Maybe I should be nice to somebody. You know who I'm going to be nice to is somebody that didn't really get any coverage on the Internet, but Lennard Toys, who is stepping up their game, who's grabbing some licenses, and whose Rampage figures look awesome, especially for the price that they're at. But, like, I don't even want to make that qualification of, like, well, they look really good for $15 toys. No, they look really good for, like, 25 maybe even $30 toys. At least the monsters do. Uh, they've still got some work to do on their actual figures. But, uh, you know, props to them for stepping up their game and putting out some really cool product that, that kids like and that collectors can look at and go, wow, that's really cool. So, uh, anyway, there, there's something nice I can say about somebody. Unfortunately, this year, there are a lot of companies that uh, I don't need to be mean about, but kind of we're let down. And, and one of them we talk about during the show, but I just want to say, man, DC Collectibles, I, I hope those guys can get their game back because I, I love their products, but, man, their showing this year was just dismal. It, it was depressing for a company that has put out so much stuff that I really dig and that is really cool. Uh, their showing was was just miserable this year. So let's let's hope maybe... They're hanging on to some stuff for San Diego Comic-Con. Maybe they're kind of recalibrating, trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. But I was really disappointed at the lack of uh, Dark Knight's figures. I, w- I was really expecting to see that, and it didn't happen. Uh, it didn't not, it didn't see much of anything from those guys. So uh, best best wishes to DC Collectibles. I hope things work out. I hope you figure out what it is you need to do to continue to be a contender in the market. Uh, what else is going on? You know, normally I have some notes prepared to help me out with this intro, just to mention some key things, but I, I'm in this weird time right now where I've just done a bunch of stuff. It is almost March. Actually, as you guys listen to this, it will be March, but for me, uh, we got a couple of days of February left, and the beginning of this year, even though it's only two months in, has been ridiculously busy for me. I've done a ton of stuff between the 200th episode and Days of the Dead and some big interviews, uh, one of which will be coming up at the end of March. And I'll maybe put that over next week because this is, you know, granted, this is a no-holds-barred podcast. We don't necessarily watch our language or content or anything like that. But but maybe I don't want to put this interview over on the toy episode, uh, if you catch my drift. So uh, tune in next week. Uh, for uh, what is another big interview, and I'll let you guys in on 
what the the end of March interview is going to be. I'm really excited that I've made some headway in being able to talk to people and maybe getting responses back. And and I'll be honest with you, I think signing those emails, Dave West instead of Phantom Troublemaker, has has made a little bit of a difference in in a number of areas. Uh, And a very wise man, a phantom maniac, a listener, and a good friend told me at one point that that would make a difference and he was right and actually there are a few people that have told me that but i'm thinking of one specific one at this point uh that told me that right before an interview as a matter of fact uh but anyway things are things are cool right now you guys uh last year this time i was pretty down i really didn't know if i was going to continue doing all of the things that i do uh if, if you were signed up for the patreon that existed at the time there's probably a patron cast from around this time where i talked about just being really discouraged and feeling like i just couldn't find outlets and now i feel really good i feel like there's a lot of opportunity out there a lot of cool things are happening i'm excited about the rest of the year and just lots of cool stuff coming up i'm the key is keeping myself busy and that's what i've been doing and not busy in a bad way not busy like my day job busy which is is no better than it's ever been uh but uh, as keeping myself uh with with this job busy or at least having something in the near future to focus on i'm really excited uh gosh there's there's so many things i can't talk about and i always hate that when the host is like oh so many cool things happening but i can't tell you about any of them uh but i can't i can tell you that i'm doing very cool things with friends coming up very soon that you're going to see a side of me dave west slash phantom troublemaker that you've never seen before i'm going to get the opportunity to do another new thing which is always exciting for me because i'm gonna learn uh and i'm gonna broaden my resume of nerdy cool creative stuff and that's always exciting for me i i I love that i love learning i love figuring things out uh and i love challenging myself to be entertaining in new ways uh, which is part of the reason why when I do something, like, sometimes you don't ever see me do that thing again because I feel like, eh, I, I got what I needed out of that. I, I did it. Maybe it wasn't my thing. I don't know. Uh, this has gotten really introspective, you guys. I didn't expect this. Uh, so, toys. Let's get back to Toy Fair. It, it was, there wasn't a whole lot, like, there was cool stuff this year. And uh, one company definitely nailed it as far as having my favorite selection of reveals and we'll talk about that during the show but i think across the board it almost felt like there was a lack of really exciting stuff like there was plenty of cool stuff but there wasn't a whole lot that got me up out of my chair if you know what i mean and and again part of that is dc collectibles because the last couple of years they've revealed you know the batmobile the batwing the batcave uh, the Joker Mobile maybe wasn't quite as exciting, although I think they re- uh, revealed that at San Diego Comic Con. But it was, you know, there, there's there's been oh, it's DC Collectibles big new thing, and there's some big new line. Uh, there's just there's not much from Star Wars because Hasbro has too many licenses and they're killing them all. Uh, you know, obviously nothing GI Joe, and and I don't know when that'll ever happen again. Uh, lots of cool horror stuff. But some of the traditional lines that are filling up the Phantom Zone uh, just wasn't a whole lot exciting. Uh, Marvel Legends, it was solid. 
there was some cool stuff, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. You'll you can listen and decide for yourself what you think. Uh, joining us, of course, are Ryan Schweck, Jay Hornsby, and Josh Wilson. Our Toy Fair review stalwarts. And at one point during the show, we discuss doing a. We we never really reviewed Thor Ragnarok. Uh, we discuss doing a re-review of a movie we never reviewed once it comes out on Blu-ray, and I'd be interested to know what you guys think of that. Also, there is still time, uh, is, well, like 24 hours, for you to go to the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group. If you haven't joined, join and vote on which wrestling-themed movie we will use for March's needless commentary because WrestleMania is right around the corner and I'd love to hear from you guys which movie so go vote go vote in that poll although it looks like uh, the winner has already been decided by a wide wide margin and which I didn't expect but uh, we're we're excited about the one that seems to be winning but if you want to get in there and make a difference then go to the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group and vote now. Uh, also, go to NeedlessThingsPodcast.com, click on the Amazon link, and buy all your stuff through there. Okay, I think that's enough intro. What do you guys think? Because we got a whole lot of Toy Fair to talk about, and it's time to go talk about it right now. First of all, let's start with introducing everybody uh, for our annual Toy Fair recap. Of course, our head of research. We we could not do any of this without our pal Ryan Schweck. Ryan, how are you doing tonight? I am doing good. Glad to be talking to everybody tonight. How how closely were you following Toy Fair? Was it like a moment by moment thing, or was it sort of at the end of the day you'd look at what came out? Oh no, I follow my moment, moment. Especially <laughs> waiting for Mezco and Hasbro to do their reveals. Right, right. Yeah, it was uh when there was good stuff, it was good. Yeah. Uh, there, there you know, there's some exciting stuff to talk about. Uh also joining us is belligerent monkey Jay Hornsby. How's it going everybody? Uh there's no geology talk tonight. It's just toy talk. Yep, yep. No, uh, no dirt today. Uh, just uh, toys and uh, nerd stuff. And uh, finally, our pal, our Transformers expert, Mr. Josh Wilson. Welcome back to the show. Hey, always glad to be here. I look and, forward to this every year. And uh, well, I, as as do we all, because it's an indication of just how broke we're going to be in the upcoming months. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, there's some good giant robot stuff this year too. So I'm, oh yeah, I, uh, I'm eager to hear. Uh, your opinion on some of these so i want to start off with their rebooting again and and i i say reboot they're they're doing a new iteration of the teenage mutant ninja turtles because that's what they do every few years uh and i don't mind that they do it because they have to freshen up the franchise it's it's a very popular toy license kids still love it and uh the new one is uh what's the word i'm looking for here guys it's extreme. Extreme. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, ex- it's extremely terrible. Uh, we, we first saw the character designs a few weeks ago when Nickelodeon dropped an image of the four turtles. Uh, I hate them. I think they look terrible. 
there. Hey, 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 to be fair, this isn't your father's turtles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, and and even on and and my son is a huge fan of Ninja Turtles, uh, many different eras of Ninja Turtles, and upon first seeing these new character designs, he didn't like them either. However, now that he's seen the toys, he's like, well, I'm probably going to want the toys. But uh, I, I I hate them. I think they look terrible. I hate everything I've heard about the show. And, you know, that's okay. It, it's not for me. It's, it's I'm the dad that these aren't my turtles, so it's fine. Uh, did, did you guys have as, uh, as extreme, extreme a reaction to these turtles as I did? Yeah, pretty much. It's, you know, I, I get it. It's cool for the kids, I suppose, and I, I, I was never a huge turtle guy anyway, so I really feel like I don't want to throw stones, but I can definitely understand people being quite upset. It's just such a huge departure. I do like they finally realized that Raphael, there's no way for him to have those sigh and not be stabbing people left and right. <laughs> they finally gave him sticks because there's no way to fight those without stab. Well, and it looks like they have like magical powers, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the figures I'm not entirely sure what the scale of the figures is. I mean traditionally turtles have been right around the five inch mark, but in looking at the product pictures for these, they almost look like they might be smaller, like three and three quarter or four inch. I uh, think they're that weird new Hasbro scale that they're using a lot for the Avengers and Black Panther and that's five. That's five inch. So yeah, it's around a five inch. Yeah. Yeah. If if that's if that's correct, then that's traditional Ninja Turtle size. They just looked a little. They look odd to me. Uh, even beyond the the horrible horrible character designs. But you know what? Uh, I wish them all the success in the world. I want the Ninja Turtles franchise to go on forever and ever because it is at its heart a great concept. Uh, but this one, I, I am more than happy to sit this one out. Yeah, I'm kind of the same with you. I, I, when I saw it, I tapped out pretty much instantly. But to be fair, I, the, the last version I wasn't super excited about until I actually watched the cartoon. Um, the animation took me a little bit to get used to. Yeah, Once yeah. I actually started watching it, then uh, I actually really got into it and thought it was uh, really good. It, it's funny. I have never been a huge fan of CGI cartoons, but they have managed to find something worse with this new wave of of flash animated <laughs> cartoons. Like, give me my old school CGI back, please. Uh, but anyway, it's time to move on. We we don't need to spend much time talking about those terrible terrible designs. What we want to talk about. Uh, what do you guys want to do first, Legends or Star Wars? Uh, go for Star Wars. Yeah. Go for Star Wars, all right. We got a, a big centerpiece in Star Wars we can talk about here. Yeah, I think yeah. we've got plenty to discuss there. Uh, Ryan, why don't you why don't you kick us off? Let's save the big boy for last. Okay, okay. Um, so Star Wars, we got our normal black series reveals. It's hard to tell these days what gets revealed first. I feel like some of these we've heard about, some of them we haven't. I don't even remember at this point. Um but from the regular movies, we saw the Porg set. The good news is it sounds like, and what people were talking about, the Porg set is not going to be $20, which people were really afraid of. Um, they revealed Tarkin coming with the interrogator droid. He looks great. Um, I think my favorite of all the black, well, of the mainline black, was the Gamorrean guard who has oh, the hinge mouth. Yeah, yeah he looks awesome. Great. He looks awesome. Um, Hoth Leia, they seem to finally got Carrie Fisher's face right. 
That new face scanning technology they've got going on has really improved the sculpts. Uh, yeah, it really has. Yeah, I think she definitely looks like one of the better Leia's we've gotten. Uh, a far, uh, a huge improvement from the uh, slave Leia for, yeah. that, that kicked off the wave. And I'm yeah. glad about that. She's That's my favorite version of Leia is Hoth Leia. I think she looks great. Yeah, I, I dig that one. I, I hope, I, I really like the sort of Bespin Leia, the one with the red gown. Yeah type thing and I hope they they you know get an even better sculpt and eventually do that one. Um kind of rounded out they finished the bounty hunter so they showed final versions of Zuckus and Forlom and Dengar. 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 Yes. You know, um they showed some droid, I think a three pack of droids. Um Admiral Holdo from Last Jedi, which I'm excited about. I will actually as you guys know, I I'm not collecting all of these, but I pick up a few figures here and there. And uh, Holdo was one of my favorite characters from The Last Jedi. So I'm, I'll actually pick that figure up. I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, and the Bounty Hunters, I'm annoyed about because I have many different scales of the full collection of Bounty Hunters. Mm-hmm. And when they put out Bosk and IG-88, I'll be honest, I wasn't thinking that this Black Series was going to last long enough to get around to the rest of the bounty hunters. Yeah. And IG-88 was tough to track down. He, he took was. me a while. Well, and they're like 70 to 90 bucks now, those two. So now that the rest of them are coming out... Uh, it's just going to be tougher to find. Well, yeah. but knowing Hasbro, they'll do some kind of like yeah. box set or exclusive or something. Uh, because they've done that in the past with these characters. So that, that's what yeah. I'm hoping for. They're pretty good well, about refreshing product. My, my favorite one was the uh, Skiffguard Lando, though. That was always one yeah. of my as a kid. I always had him. He was always up to do, and also the stuff, uh, his original figure as a kid, and it looks great. I love his axe. Always have. Yeah, when I was a kid, the, the standard, the Cloud City Lando figure, I never really cared for that much, but that Skiffguard Lando was the one that I would use, just as Lando. 100% the same for me. It was that uh, that was the Lando I used constantly. Um, and then from Solo, we got some Solo figures. Like, everything was Solo. They're hiding things until the last minute. Um, we got Solo. You know, I'm avoiding spoilers, so I don't know anybody's name. So, Woody Harrelson in some sort of outfit. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, I know Daenerys' name is Kira. Okay, yeah, Daenerys. And then we got uh, Weird Stormtrooper with a bunch of shit on him. He's I, robo, robo I, boots and a fur collar. I love it. I don't know what this guy is, but I want so like much. ten of them. The aesthetic they're going for in Solo, like it's got such a seventies vibe. I love it so yep. much. I love everything about that trooper, from his fur coat down to his power armor legs. I love it so much. And then one of my favorite reveals of all of Toy Fair, the Daniel Glover Lando figure. He looked, which awesome. is like a thing of beauty. He yeah. has this weird smirk on his face, and you can tell it's Lando. He's going to save this movie if totally. it He's goes gonna... bad. It's funny how immediately he is what everyone was excited for. Like Nobody was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a new Star Wars. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, Donald Glover is Lando is amazing. And that, so... that, other, that kid that seems to be playing Han, yeah, it's... Yeah. yeah, it's the voice. Yeah. Something's off. With uh, the vo- well, the voice is bad. He sounds like a child, and I don't believe that Han Solo ever sounded like a child. Yeah, even when did he you guys see the uh, trailer recut with uh, sabotage? Yes, that, that was, was awesome. going around. 
yeah, the, looked great. But that's treading on Star Trek territory, so uh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, what else did Hasbro do for source? They did announce the Vintage line is coming back. Um, people were pretty excited about that, a little three and three quarter. No, nobody's um, excited about that because all they're doing is reissuing all of the Walmart exclusive figures that you could buy for like $3 oh, up until a few months that. ago. There are a few new ones, uh, Dr. Afra, Snoke. Um, they're doing uh, the – well – I'll save this one. We'll save the other one for last. Uh, they're doing the hover tank from Rogue One, which I'm really excited about. That looks great. Okay. Uh, but most of the single-carded vintage figures are just reissues that pretty much everybody has, and I don't know what Hasbro is thinking with these. Yeah. I think my biggest disappointment with Star Wars Black this year is we didn't finish off the Rebels toys. Like, Rebels is about to come to an end. I was really expecting to see Chopper. Um and just maybe some other random. Well, they've got to make Chopper and Ezra. I mean, they have to yeah, because they've like, got oh. they've got the rest of the crew, right? Just uh, no, they so haven't. Kanan and Hera, no, and and Kanan, they have done him. So three of them. So they've got Chopper, Ezra, and uh, Zeb. Yeah. Zeb left. So they've got yep. three that I mean, they basically have to do. I hope so. So. Um, and then, of course, the big surprise for Hasbro with Star Wars was Jabba's Sail Barge, which is coming out from HasLab, which is maybe. kind of our, maybe yeah, we got to pay for it first. It's they're like they're trying basically what Mattel tried, where you promise you're going to pay them four hundred and ninety nine dollars, and then you get the giant sail barge, four and, feet long. It is a thing of beauty. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I think it really sunk in how big it is when I saw a picture of it with Jabba in it. And knowing how big that Jabba is, that thing is insane. Well, it's going to come with a newly sculpted Jabba, um, specially done for the sail barge and with the new uh, app process. Uh, uh, the the well, digital painting yeah. or whatever it is they're doing for the faces now. Um, and I got to tell you guys, I signed up. Nice. If I still collected that scale, I would have it. I yeah. I have to. I don't. Yeah, I don't have enough for that scale. I, I don't know. It's uh, uh. Well, Ryan, you gave away a lot of yours, right? Yeah, I gave away. I think uh, Dave, you still have Amidala's ship. I gave you right. Yes, I do. Yeah, I got rid of almost. I still have a couple of vehicles here and there, but yeah, I got rid of that scale. I still have the space, man. Like the I've got that huge black uh, Star Wars black Tie Fighter. And it, you know, it's huge. And this would be like double the size, at least. So I, I, uh, I can't imagine where I would even put it. But yeah, I, I, I don't love know the fact I don't, that they're going for it. I don't know where I'm going to put this thing, but I do know for a fact that if it uh, actually does come out, and and actually, if you guys will hang on just a second, I'm going to see where it's at right now as we speak. Nice. Uh, it is currently. They need 5,000 backers, and they currently have 1741. Uh, they're 40 days to go, and I've got to tell you, I don't think they're going to make it. No. Uh, because when you're doing something crowdsourced like this, the first week, week or even weekend is a really good indicator, and to need, to, to need 3,300 more yeah. backers. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Yeah, most people need- back in the first week. Yeah, they didn't need at least half of them in the first weekend, and yeah. then you might last minute push at the end for the other half. But 
it's going to be tough. Yeah, I you know I want it. Uh, I signed up because I know that when it came out, I would have been furious to look back and know that I didn't get one. And yeah, it's. I mean, this is this is a toy I've wanted since I was a kid. There's well, never been a sale barge. And you know what I'm impressed by Hasbro over the way Mattel has done this? Hasbro sculpted it. Like, they showed it to you. Here it is. This is what it's going to look like. Like, with right, Mattel, some of the ones they did, it was kind of like, eh, you know, it's going to look like this maybe. Well, uh, yeah. also, or, hey, like, buy 12 figures. Here's three of them. Well, yeah. you know, on trust, you'll like the rest of them. Well, and the shipping is included in that price, too. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it's now you had to pay tax on it, which was hefty, but, uh, yeah, the shipping is included every, everything like the, the amount that you get when you check out, that's all you're paying. Uh, and when you think about it, you know, it's, it's the equivalent of, you couldn't even buy a year's worth of Marvel legends for that. Uh, when, when you take that price and break it down into a pile of toys that you might buy over the next few months, it's really not that unreasonable, especially when you consider all of the stuff that's in this thing. And I, I recommend for the listeners you go to uh, ha- HasbroLab.com and just check out the video and all the information there. Yeah. And it, this is done – th- this was uh, the guy that has worked at Hasbro since the 70s and has sculpted every Millennium Falcon ever released – is the lead on this thing. So this is a guy who knows toys, he knows playsets, he knows vehicles, he knows what we want. Yeah. It's impressive. I hope they do it. Just yeah, get the it, little rancor on the wall. It's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah well, it, well, if this is successful, then, you know, the, I'm sure they're looking at other things. And, you yeah, know, that's, like, and I would think the, the next thing would be the, you know, a big Death Star, you know, uh, or something similar that uh, we haven't really seen. The yeah, next thing in- needs to be my Star's Black 6-inch X-Wing, because <laughs> I'm getting pretty mad that hasn't come out yet. Um, the That is the intention with HasLab, is that there'll be sort of an on-demand Matty Collector, where fans will be able to say, we want this thing, whether it's uh, a niche thing like just the Tonica sisters, you know, as figures, or whether it's a big vehicle that this is the only way it's going to get made. And that, it's funny, you say you want a 6-inch X-Wing. I'm looking at the 3 and 3 quarter inch scale X-Wings that came out towards the end of the last series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that are pretty close to the right scale, and they're giant. I can't even imagine how big. I mean, it would be, the X-Wing would be almost twice as big. Uh, that's a lot of vehicle, man. You think that TIE Fighter's big. I can handle a lot of vehicles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I think that's that's pretty much it for Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah, that, they you know they did some more props and just random stuff, but oh yeah, I'm actually stuff. I'm excited about the uh, the riot baton. Yeah, that thing looks awesome. It does. But, uh, yeah, we're moving on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm scanning down, and I think, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, the kids' line, mm-hmm. they've got a new Millennium Falcon yeah. coming out that's Unless probably going to cost a, way a too much. fuzzy-talking Chewbacca toy. Which, who doesn't? Yeah. That thing's adorable. It it's is adorable. <laughs> uh, all right, so I think it's Marvel Legends time. Jay, do you want to take the lead on that one? 
Sure. Yeah, Marvel Legends, uh, yet again, uh, is the line that will never die. Uh, they keep uh, uh, churning out tons and tons of new figures every year. Uh, this year you had your typical uh, movie-related lines with the Deadpool, Ant-Man, uh, Black and Panther. Yet, and yet no movie Deadpool. True. Yeah, I think there's something weird with Fox and that is why they're not doing it. it it's so strange, though. You'd think yeah. that wouldn't be that hard to pull off, but I don't think... Uh, even NECA hasn't done like a quarter scale movie Deadpool or anything. All of their Deadpools have been just comic book ones. Yeah. Well, and they haven't made X Men toys from the movie since what Last Stand, maybe. Yeah. Last Stand. I think I want to say I want to say that crappy beast that I had to buy to get the build a figure was the last one. Oh yeah, from Hasbro's yeah. first waves. They had yeah. the Juggernaut. Do that or the Phoenix. Oh. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh. Those were horrible. Anyway. Horrible memories for a terrible toys. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, good good toys from good movies uh, is the uh, they announced the uh, first ten years Marvel Legends, which I thought was pretty cool. Yes, uh, definitely some figures that we haven't gotten before. Uh, whether it's uh, Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy or Pepper Potts and the Mandarin from Iron Man, uh, they're kind of pick, picking a lot of two packs. Um, or three packs with the pepper pots. I thought those all looked uh, pretty cool. Um, and uh, someone mentioned earlier the face scanning uh, and how it's changed some of the sculpt. I don't know if you looked at the Ant-Man uh, Paul Rudd uh, face, but it's one of the more accurate faces you'll see with the Paul Rudd like smarmy smirk. Um, so there was, uh, was this astonishing Ant-Man or... Um, with Stinger, they had uh, another yeah. What's one was, up with that one? That's that's a comic pack, right? It is. Yeah, yeah that's uh, from. I, I guess he's the third version of Ant Man, um, where he's kind of a criminal type, kind of sort of hero, but not uh, Eric Grady. I think yep. I remember yep. Eric O'Grady. And then uh, one of the things I really liked a lot was in the Spider Man wave. There was a cloak and dagger. Uh, those really good. Um, so I can't wait for that. Yeah, Cloak and Dagger look really cool, and I like the fact that they designed Cloak so that you can pull the body out. Yep. So right. it'll be just the cloak in the head, and then Dagger can kind of like come out of it. I think that's very cool. Um, yeah. To go back to the first 10 years stuff real quick, uh, I'm so thrilled because they're fixing their villain problem. We're getting Ronan, we're getting Red Skull. And did you guys notice that Red Skull comes with three different Hydra soldier heads? So he's actually a troop builder. Oh, nice. No, I didn't see that at all. Who yeah. does he come with, though? Is he an individual box? He's, he's, a, single, he's a single-packed figure. Oh, that's good. That's Those boxes on that series look great, too. I really like them. Yeah, they're very classy. And you know what's funny is I feel like they're almost taking cues from what Mattel just started doing with the new DC Multiverse figures. Oh, yeah, good call. Because uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the newest DC Multiverse, uh, the Batwoman and the, the Clayface Build-A-Figure. I haven't seen it. Dude, the packaging on those is incredible. They come in these really classy, like, it's a dark blue box. It's a nice window box, but there's, like, this dent at the bottom. It's It just looks really, really nice. It's some of the nicest packaging I've seen lately. And, and, and we're, we're in an era of pretty nice packaging. 
Uh, but these these look great, and the mm-hmm. the first ten years stuff reminded me of that. But so we've got we've got that Red Skull coming. We've got Thor and Sif, which I'm thrilled we're getting Sif. But like, I don't really need another Thor. Particularly, yeah, not it from seems the like you'd world. put a Volstag in that pack or right. somebody do, else. Do one of yeah, the it's kind of fallen into the Justice League Unlimited uh, style where they put out the same figure to give you the oddball figure. Well, and it is, I mean, granted, we're getting Captain America, we're getting Thor, we're getting Iron Man's, but they are versions that we have never gotten before, except for the Cap, although he finally has a good head sculpt or a good yeah. head paint job. Uh, but I, I've, it looks like Hasbro has about as much regard for the Warriors three as Taika Waititi does. So, (laughs) oh, it's, it's going to be a year of digs against Thor Ragnarok because you guys, I've come down on the side of not liking that movie. Oh, I need to see it again. Yeah, I need to see it again. But I, that, the, the Warriors three was definitely, uh, Something I did not like immediately about it was how quickly they were uh, killed off. You know what? It's, it's okay. It's coming in out... that movie. Thor didn't care either. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out on Blu-ray soon. We might have to do like a because I never did an episode on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we might have to do a little revisit on that. Yeah, maybe we could do a countdown to Infinity War and just go through a whole lot of the movies Holy with an emphasis on that. I don't know if I've got. The time hours to spare. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got uh, Hulk and Hulkbuster, which Hulk has he has painted on chest hair and some kind of weird veiny shit going on in his face. Um, yeah, say I've got a couple of Hulks. That that one, as much as I'm excited about the the, the releases, that one's probably a skip for me. I already yeah, have I a couple Ruffalo uh, Hulks. Yeah, I, already I don't have need a either. Hulkbusters. I don't need either of those pieces. Uh, Iron Man Mark Seven is cool because they've never actually released that armor before, and it has all the options on it, like the jets on the back or the the va- steering vanes or whatever they are on the back, and the rockets and the uh, a lot of accessories we haven't seen in the movie Iron Man's. Uh, I'm super stoked about Crossbones uh, because yeah, I, I, I want him, but I, I've got so many caps. It's, but uh, this tough. cap is like he's the right height. He has a good head sculpt. Like to me, it's enough of an upgrade that it's worth it. Uh, and then Stark and the Mark One, which this is the worst one to me because the Tony Stark figure is just the Coulson suit body with a Tony Stark head on it. And then that shitty Mark One figure that wasn't even a Marvel Legends. Yep. It was that Iron. Remember they did the six inch Iron Man movie figures. Yep. And that's it all doesn't this even is. Look to scale. Yeah, it, it's it, not. It looks it's, like it should be bigger. I've bulk. got that figure. I'm looking at it right now on my shelf, and it's it's too small. It's it's got this stupid gimmick in the arm to shoot the missile like. If they if they wanted to put out a Mark One, they should have redone the thing entirely. They they shouldn't have reused that sculpt. Now they did repaint it, and the paint job looks great. But I'm not I'm not interested in that one. I've got a Tony Stark head, and you know if I if I want a suit body, Mattel and Hasbro have provided us with plenty of suit bodies over the last <laughs> ten years. It's been a while though. It has you been a while for a suit body. It has been a while. It has been a while, and then. Uh, uh, Ant-Man and Yellow Jacket. I'm stoked we're getting Yellow Jacket, although I wish it came with a Darren Cross head. Although I don't think we ever saw his head revealed when he was wearing the Yellow Jacket armor. 
I don't think I think you're right. So yeah, you just kind of see other. it through the Yeah, clear. you could see it through the the Oh, which by the way, speaking of translucent visors, uh I don't know if you guys noticed, but the Wasp figure that's coming out as part of the Ant-Man line uh has a really cool feature where she has that translucent visor. You can see, there's a there's a, a head sculpt under behind it. Her yeah, it looks great. It's really nice. really cool. Uh, I'm stoked about that, and and uh, I think as far as the MCU stuff. Oh no, wait, we've got one more, which is not part of the first ten years, but uh, they're doing a a two pack with Killmonger and uh, Everett Ross, which you know I, I'm. It's cool we're getting Everett Ross, even though he's another suit body, but no Shuri, like the best character in Black Panther does not have a Marvel Legends figure. Well, yeah, she doesn't have a movie figure. She she's, has a comics figure. She's in Toys R Us well, right Well, she's got a comics figure and in the uh, that 5-inch scale or whatever it is, kids line, they made her. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, to, for her to not have a Legends figure is really annoying to me, and I, I would rather have had, you know, we've already got a Killmonger. Granted, he doesn't have the, the Michael B. Jordan head sculpt, but... You know, I, I, we, we need Shuri. We need what we need is a second wave of Black Panther figures, with, uh, uh, you know, more of the the. Oh gosh, help me out. The Dore, what are they called? Yeah, I want to say Dore uh, Minaj, but I know that's not. Uh, right. uh, yeah, yeah. They need Mb- um, Mboku, Mboku, Manape. His name is Manape. I know they can't say it in the movie. It's oh, Mab- yeah, Mbaku. And, yeah, um, they need him and Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I would totally Zell. buy a Forrest Whitaker figure. Um, and and actually, one more thing, even though this is not Toy Fair news, uh, after seeing Black Panther, because I I had seen you know the Walmart exclusive one that has the the pink highlights on yeah. it. I had seen it in stores a bunch of times before the movie came out, and I was like, ah, I don't really need that. And then I saw the movie, and I was like, okay, I decided that armor effect was really cool. Now I want that variant. Uh, and I went and found it. And it's not the movie Black Panther figure. It's just a black, like one of the blank Marvel Legends books with pink painted on it. It's not, yeah, it's not even that nicely sculpted movie figure, which in my brain, that's what I thought it was with some pink highlights. But it's just a straight up like, like any of the blank bucks. It, I was, it was so lame. I put it back. I didn't want it. I don't know why they would even do that. Because they're Hasbro. So let's talk about let's talk about comic book Marvel Legends. What happened in that in that? Uh, uh, you you got a couple cool ones. Uh, Spider Ham. I can't believe we haven't talked yeah. about Spider Ham. The half, <laughs> yeah, the half you know articulated what? Spider Ham. Yeah, screw the articulation on that Spider Ham. That's ridiculous. He's not articulated from the waist down at all. Yeah, it looks like it's his shoulders, his elbows, and his waist, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably going to be Spider-Ham and then the big old chunk chest of that Spider-Robot thing that right. I don't know who decided we want to keep getting Spider-Verse figures, but it just keeps going. Dude, they are getting some mileage out of the Spider-Verse, though, because they are making so many Spider-Figures that I don't give a shit about. <laughs> I mean, I, I like those. Spider-Verse, and I'm, I'm done with them. I don't want any more. I don't want Spider-Punk, which it, that Lizard series, like, I want that Lizard, but there are only, like, two figures in that series that I want. And then looking at Toy Fair here, they did um, 
uh, Spider-Man. I thought it was Ben Riley, but it's not. Uh, Kane. Kane yeah. yeah, it's Kane. Uh, and then they did. Uh, they're just a bunch of Spider-Mans. I don't give a crap about uh, the Venom wave. That whole Venom wave, I can throw in the trash. Yeah, I do kind of like the Venom though that has the uh, alternate head that shows Eddie Brock like with the uh, Venom suit kind of revealed double sized Eddie Brock head. Yeah, it is weird looking. (laughs) Yeah, that there's something about the the Eddie Brock head and the Cletus Cletus what's his name Carnage. Oh, Carnage. Yeah, both of those heads look oddly like hyper extreme to me. Like, really 90s looking for some reason. Well, it is Carnage and Venom. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. (laughs) The only thing that would make them more 90s is if they had a bunch of pouches. Uh, And you got to add Scream in there, too. The fact that they're releasing Scream is very late 90s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. Um, What do you guys think about Thing? Uh, He looks good, I thought. Yeah, I, so, dig, I dig him. I think he looks great. Yeah, I'm really digging those exclusive uh, Walgreens Fantastic Four figures. They've all been great. And yeah. they're so easy to find. That's yeah, what I'm, I, that's what I, I really love. <laughs> see, I don't have any Walgreens near me. i got to find some Walgreens because I haven't uh, I've been missing out. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic should be out soon, right? Yeah, I was hunting for him today. Apparently yeah. people are seeing it. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't found him yet. Um, I ended up going ahead and buying a Medusa because I had to buy Black Bolt to do the Build-A-Figure for whatever wave he was part of. And I really liked that Black Bolt. And I was like, well, shit, I can't... If I've got Black Bolt, I can't not buy a redhead in purple tights to go with that, him. Sure. Like, That's the whole reason I didn't pick him up today because I didn't have Medusa <laughs> yet. I, I had him in my hand, and I was like, "Well, I don't have Medusa. She's the exclusive. I need to find her first, and she's then everywhere. I'll come back." She's she's if if you've got a Walgreens anywhere near you, she's there. All right. Yeah. I, I just need to. And I think Walgreens still has a sale going on. Well, not that matters right now, but yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. I got my Medusa for like twelve bucks. Oh sweet. Yeah, I definitely need to check it out then. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else have we got going on? Okay, so there's a... Um, so one weird thing. So in the Spider-Man wave, they're doing a new Doc Ock. And I was like, all right, you know, I still have the original Toy Biz Doc Ock from way I back. I never did. So I was super excited about this Doc Ock until... But... <laughs> but... <laughs> Those stupid arms aren't articulated. Who does that? Like, yeah, that's crazy. I saw that uh, yesterday, I think. I, I, I couldn't believe that they weren't... That they were static, that you couldn't pose them. That's what makes the... Toy Biz one still so amazing. It's like the claws are all crazy articulated, and then the arms are on Bendy's things, so you can make him stand up on them and do all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, that I I can't understand. That's that's one of those instances because every once in a while, like I I have to admit, as much shit as I've been given Hasbro over the past year or so, uh, well, no, not the last year because I feel like they've done a good job with Marvel Legends over the past year, but prior to that. Uh, I was giving them a lot of shit because they released like 20 figures in one year that were basically the exact same figure with different paint jobs. Uh, But for the most part, Hasbro can figure out a cool way to do things, and these Doc Ock arms are just fucking lazy. I'm shocked that at this point, although we also recently got, uh, I can't remember if it was Carnage or one of the other symbiotes, that has this really shitty plug-in thing for its back. Like, it's the tentacle effect. 
Yep. But it just looks like garbage. It just plugs into its back and is it doesn't even quite fit right. Yeah. It might be I, Ultimate Venom or something. I can't remember what it was. But, like, every once in a while, Hasbro just kind of shits the bed. Yeah. And I think it's time for someone to finally sit down Hasbro and say, enough with that damn ring effect. They use it for magic. They use it for <laughs> oh, energy. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, sick I, of seeing it. At first it was cool. Then it came out again in different colors. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of neat. And now we've gotten it with, like, 20 figures and enough snuff. Like, Although yeah, I got it in Adam Warlock today who had it, and now I'm looking at the Silver Surfer that has the exact same thing. Well, just I've got to admit, color. though, with that Silver Surfer, because they it's yellow and it has it looks like it's got, like, black Kirby Crackle mm-hmm. uh, in it. Like, it looks cool. I can't. See, I, can't I, I think about the that. black Kirby uh, crackle is Photoshop. I, 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 uh, I'll so? believe you it don't when think I that'll be in the final one. No, I think it's going to be just a, a solid uh, yellow. Yeah, you're but, probably right. Although, yeah, I mean, why would they change it up if anything else they've done? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, well, okay. Let me t- let's take a poll. Let's take a quick poll. So this Silver Surfer figure uh, bothers me because he has boots instead of bare feet. That bugs the shit out of me. But is that am I right or am I wrong? I thought it was boots all along. I'm, uh, no, he's naked. No, yeah, he's always been naked. Naked. All right. Well, I'm looking at the. I, I'm I'm currently staring at the uh, previous Silver Surfer from way back when when they he was paired with Howard the Duck. He also has boots. Yeah, you know what? Uh, no. and I'm sitting here. Is looking... he doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Here looking Across at, the room. Hold on. I, I just Google, <laughs> I Google image search Silver Surfer, and he... He does not have toes. No, he does not have toes. You're right. I'm wrong. I am wrong. Well, because the power cosmic covers him. I'm yeah. I mean, he doesn't have, you know, privates either, but I mean, we don't true. question that. That's <laughs> well, true. I always, I always assumed it was like bikini briefs. He, it just was the same color as uh, everything else. It just, you know. In the in the same sense that the that the power cosmic uh, conceals his his dong, <laughs> it also conceals his toesies. Although it leads me to wonder why he doesn't have mitten hands. Well, there's gloves, not mittens. <laughs> okay, so so anyway, I was wrong about Silver Surfer. I love him; he's great, and I hope he has Kirby Crackle in his little uh, often used power effect. Yeah. That that would make me want to buy him more. I would be, have to be honest. Right? No, no, I totally like. That's a selling point for me. If I pick up that box and he has those little black circles in that little power effect, I am twice as likely to buy that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, quick question, because uh, I don't know, uh, and I haven't bothered to pay attention, but uh, the site I'm looking at, it's uh, the surfer's got a blue background like uh, thing. Is he a Walgreens exclusive too, or is he? Yes. Yes, I believe yes, he is. He is. Yep. He, he yeah, is. He is the post thing Walgreens exclusive, I believe. Yes. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense with all the Fantastic Four right. being the exclusive stuff. Right, right. And then Super Scroll is after that, supposedly. Oh, really? I had not heard that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, okay. Um, I think one of my biggest Marvel Legends disappointments, too, is so they reveal the Deadpool wave, which most people know how I feel about Deadpool. I think it's stupid as hell. But then Sauron is the builder. Uh, I know. Like, it kills Come me. on! <laughs> like, it kills me. I, I would love to have him, but looking at all the figures... You know, you get a reissue of Omega Red. You get the Lady Deadpool. Well, but, all the other okay. Deadpools. But, but, but. 
I know, yes, it's a reissue of Omega Red. However, when is the last time you took a close look at the Omega Red you currently own? Going there now. Let's take yeah, a look. I, 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 <laughs> Omega Red <laughs> needs an update. Where is he? Uh, Bishop needs Oh, there a, he is. Bishop needs an update like a motherfucker because that... I, that, yeah, that was a bad figure. That was a terrible figure. Uh, but I have... Omega Red looks pretty good. No. Yeah, I'm looking at him. He doesn't look terrible. He's He's got wonky toy biz joints. He's weird. He's not... No, he's not terrible. But if... I, I want one updated to this new Hasbro aesthetic. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree that the new one definitely looks better. Um, sure. But... I have no interest in Lady Deadpool. I have no interest in... Uh, look, No Pants Deadpool is funny, but that's exclusive fodder. Make that a GameStop exclusive or something. Don't make that part of a wave. Uh, and then that X-Men Deadpool just looks like garbage. And I understand it's supposed to, but I, I have no interest in that. Uh, Bishop and Omega, Omega Red, for sure. I want that Sauron, though. He looks gigantic. Yeah, he's awesome. Well, and that's why I'm pissed because I don't want to buy all the other figures. But together. Sauron's not supposed to be that big. Like he's actually, like he's a smaller. He's like Shwek with wings. <laughs> he's not gigantic, and it. I also have looks hypno huge. eyes. What? <laughs> I also have hypno eyes. <laughs> you, you do. I believe that. That's how you make the things happen that you make happen. Yeah, so, you know, the Deadpool way, that's lame. Especially if they could have put him, like, make Apocalypse figure, the Deadpool build a figure, because I don't need another Apocalypse. Yeah, we've and all, kinda we've want all got... kind of those X-Men figures. Yeah, yeah put him in more of a uh, X-Men heavy uh, yeah. line, as opposed to, like, four Deadpools, two yeah. X-Men, and then you get an old school X-Men villain. Although, I gotta say, I, the, the Sabretooth is needed, uh, I, I'm stoked that they're doing another saber tooth. Oh yeah. Uh, but that I'm not crazy about this new Magneto with the black costume. Yeah, I mean, I I have the Toys R Us Magneto that. Oh most yeah, yeah, yeah. Could find so like I don't need a new Magneto, but I know a lot of people weren't able to get that figure, and so. No, I wasn't. I ne- I never saw it yeah. at all. Yeah, so. I don't know. He's a pass for me, I think. But I don't <laughs> care for this Magneto. I would rather have the one. I'd rather have the sleeveless costume from Cullen Bunn's run on the Magneto, the the solo series. Yeah, mm. yeah. I thought that was much cooler than whatever this. I don't even know what this is from. That's the current costume. Is it? Isn't it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not reading any X books right now. They, they yeah. they've yeah. lost me years ago. Well, I'm I'm psyched for a Gladiator figure in this wave. I think he looks yes. great. Yes, I'm very happy for Gladiator. I hope that uh, they will build the rest of the team. I, I hope we get to see Lady Hepzibah and uh, the big green guy whose name I can't remember, but who I had the Toy Biz 4-inch figure of. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Corsair. That'd be great. Corsair would be great. Yep. Yeah, I would love a Corsair. That would be great. Um, yeah, I, w- I would love to see uh, get them get into the, the cosmic stuff that I was introduced to through the X-Men. All the Star Hammers would be great. You can do the, the Wolverine uh, figure with the alternate head where he, when he steals the costume. Uh, I'm trying to think of who, what, what's the guy's name? Patch. Had, uh, who was it? No, not Patch. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, no like, uh, going back to uh, Gladiator, oh, uh, oh. The, the classic... Uh, X-Men uh, story when Wolverine steals uh, a costume. 
So you could have the Wolverine head in the original. Yeah. Head. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of oh. Wolverine, they're doing uh, – this was inevitable as soon as they showed us uh, Ghost Rider and Black Widow on the motorcycles. I think pretty much everybody knew we'd get Logan on a motorcycle. Yeah. And sure enough, Logan on a motorcycle, and I'll yeah. buy it because <laughs> it comes with a patch head, although I want that on a shorter suit body. Yeah, as I was say, I need a suit body for patch. But, it, but a short got to be in a tux, a white tux. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I also want ninja patch with the little fishnet mask on. Oh, uh, all right, I think I think that's pretty much it for Marvel Legends, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, what? Hasbro. Just staying on Hasbro for a minute. Okay. So their other big announcement that I just saw randomly at the end and didn't see it promoted a lot. Apparently, Hasbro has the rights to Power Rangers now. Oh, yeah. yeah that was yeah. a big thing that happened uh, right around Toy Fair. That's crazy. Like, if they do that right, I mean, I don't collect Power Rangers or whatever, but can you imagine a Stars Black Marvel Legends-style Power Rangers line with, like, Build-A-Figures of, like, Goldar? And they could do some killer stuff with that line. So, I don't know Sean enough will about, buy it all. Well, and that's, yeah, I don't know enough about Power Rangers to really speculate, but I, I think it's a safe bet there will be some kind of six-inch deluxe collector's mm-hmm. Power Rangers figures. Although, having talked to Red Ranger about it, uh, he's perfectly happy with the stuff that Bandai has been doing lately because apparently they've been doing their own version of that uh, Marvel Legends Black Series style. And apparently uh-huh. they've been pretty... Like, he's happy with those, and he's actually kind of annoyed that they're going away. So, I don't know. I, if we, we will, uh, at some point, maybe get more input from more Power Rangers-centric folks. On how that will go. Uh, so, what do you guys want to talk about next? Do we want to do Super Seven next, or sure. okay, let's do Super Seven because they had some really cool stuff, and I think we can get through it pretty fast though. Uh, Super Seven owns, as of last year, owns Reaction again. Uh, Funko is now doing their own style of three and three quarter inch figures, and Super Seven who I think has a much better handle on what works in that aesthetic, uh, has showed some really awesome stuff this year. And I'm just going to run through it real fast. Uh, first of all, they are redoing all of the Universal Monsters. Uh, they're launching a new line of Reaction Universal Monsters. They showed Mummy, Wolfman, Gilman, and the Metaluna Mutant at Toy Fair. They looked incredible. These are completely new sculpts. Nothing of the old Funko Universal uh, reaction figures are being used. These are all completely new, uh, much more detailed, but they still have the same aesthetic. They actually remind me a lot of sort of a fusion of the Rimco and Burger King figures, and that's a good thing. And the card art is all Basil Gogos, or Basil Gagos, or however you say his name. Uh, but they're using his art for the card art. And they also had cards for Phantom, Frankenstein, and the Mole People. So I'm stoked about those. I'm looking forward to see what they do there. Uh, I'm sure we can expect regular paint jobs, black and white paint jobs, glow-in-the-dark paint jobs, because that's what they do. Uh, the One of the surprises was Ghosts and Goblins. If you guys remember that NES yep. game, uh, they're doing a line of Ghosts and Goblins reaction figures. They're doing uh, more Planet of the Apes. Another big one was Pee-wee's Playhouse. Did you guys see those? 
I saw that it was on the list. I haven't. Did they have uh, any actual product uh, the, to show? The only sculpts they had to show were Billy Baloney and Randy. Uh, if you remember, Randy uh, yep. was the puppet that would drop down from the ceiling, and he was an asshole. And yeah. then Billy Baloney was Pee Wee's uh-huh. ventriloquist doll. But they had card art for Conky, Captain Carl, Pee Wee, Cherry, and uh, and then Billy Baloney and Randy. That's awesome. We haven't seen Pee-wee's Playhouse toys since the Matchbox toys of the '80s, so that's very cool. And that's I think those are going to do really well for me personally. Legends of Lucha Libre, which I have been asking for Luchador action figures for decades now, and Super Seven is doing a line of reaction Legends of Lucha Libre. They had Teniblis, uh Blue Demon, and Mil Mascaris on display. Uh, and they were fully painted like prototype figures. These weren't just sculpt, and uh, they had variants of Blue Demon and Mel Mascaris in suits. Uh, if you guys, if you guys have seen the Crimson Ghost figure that they did, the Misfits figures, mm-hmm. they're doing repaints of those coordinated with the various album covers. So there's Horror nice. Business, Earth AD, Halloween. Uh, bullet. Then there's a glow in the dark one. The bullet one is blood spattered, which is actually pretty fucked up considering that album cover is John F. Kennedy getting shot. <laughs> uh, but they, these look great. They're great. They're gimmicky way, things, but it's a smart way for Super Seven to use one sculpt over and over again because I look at these and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I've got to get the glow in the dark one. I've got the horror business one is is uh, translucent yellow with like a red detail on the face. It, I mean, it's the colors of the horror business album cover. They look great. Uh, they had some Robotech reaction figures. Uh, Josh, did you see those? I did. I mean, they look all right. They don't, they I are. mean, they don't transform or anything. Right. But if you're a fan of Robotech and you're on a budget and you can't afford the crazy Japanese imports that keep coming out, uh, these are cool. You know, they're a cool way to put Robotech on yeah. your shelf. Uh, and then... It's they had for 2019. All they had was placards. They didn't have card art. They didn't have anything. But they had placards with Breakin. Oh. Yes, the movie Breakin. <laughs> yes, Turbo uh, and Laser. Yeah, dude. Army of Darkness, Carrie, Rocky, Teen Wolf, and then out of all this cool reaction stuff that they showed, RoboCop, my like Funko pick of the show. Because if they can do, like, this reaction style, it it works for me. I dig it. And if they can get us figures of all of the characters from RoboCop, holy shit, you guys. Uh, It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I consider it a perfect movie. And if they can give me Clarence Boddicker, if they can give me, (laughs) like, everybody from that movie, I will buy Dick Jones. I'll buy everyone. I don't give a fuck. I want all of these (laughs) RoboCop figures. So I was stoked about that. Uh, another interesting thing about the reaction line was they showed a lot of multi-packs. Uh, they've already released their first wave of Hellboy figures, but they showed, uh, I think it was six new Hellboy figures that were in two different three-packs. And they're also re-releasing or uh, doing repaints of their original You know, reaction started with the alien figures that never happened from Kenner, right? Um they're doing repaints of those original alien figures that they released, but they're doing them in three packs. So lots of cool stuff there from reaction. Uh, Another thing worth mentioning is they're going ahead with their muscle figures because like Funko, when super seven gets their hands on a license, 
They create it in many different forms. So they're muscle figures of all this stuff too, but they're they're releasing them in blind boxes, which I'm not crazy about. Yeah, I, I don't like that uh, style of stuff. I, I, w- I want to know what I'm buying. Yeah. Uh, r- real quick, also with reaction, uh, they also had uh, Toxic Avenger, which I thought was pretty awesome. That's one of the yes. new lines they're uh, bringing out. So super stoked about that. But the uh, yeah, the muscle thing, I thought that was really neat. Um, how they're combining uh, different licenses in the muscle style. Um, it's it's. I think that's really cool. Well, what's so great about that is if you go back to the original muscle line of the 80s, you had monsters and robots and giant hands and guys made of pyramids and, like, all kinds of different weird shit fighting wrestlers. And now, by taking all these licenses and putting them into the same aesthetic, they're essentially recreating that feeling because you've got aliens and Street Fighter and Masters of the Universe and Luchadors and, and, and everything else but they're all that same aesthetic. So it's really they're just recreating the same feel, and it's it's great. It really works. Um, they also had Super Buckets, which are essentially kind of like the McDonald's Happy Meal Halloween buckets, but they're sculpted and shaped like the Universal Monsters or Transformers or whatever the case may be. Uh, they looked really good. I, I can't imagine I'll get any. I think I might. Like, oh, yeah? at first I looked at them and I was like, oh, those are cool. And I moved on. And I keep coming back to those pictures of them and being like, you know what? I kind of want that. And they <laughs> like, look great. They look- I don't know what I'll do with it or where I'll put it. Right. But and that's I, the thing like, is like, coming up with excuses. I'll be like, yeah, I'll put it on the bar and put bar caps in it or something. Or- <laughs> Fill it with peanuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's mean, look- delicious nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the last thing, the last point of interest for Super 7, uh, you know, as I said, they apply any license they get to many different products. And one of the things that Super 7 uh, releases are pint glasses, which are meant to be kind of similar to the old Burger King premium glasses that we would get. Well, they had G.I. Joe pint glasses on display, which leads me to wonder if it's possible that we could see... Uh, Super 7 apply that G.I. Joe license to other things like reaction figures or muscle figures or whatever because the fact that they're doing uh, Transformers of the Super Buckets, like it means Hasbro is open to other companies using their stuff in formats that they're not interested in pursuing. So Let's be honest, they're not interested in G.I. Joe at all. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Absolutely not. Uh, and I, I don't think... I wouldn't really care about reaction G.I. Joe at, at this point. Uh, you know, if, if some other company would pick up the 25th anniversary style, uh, that's or if Hasbro decided to do a 6-inch scale line, those are the only things I might really be interested in. Uh, I'm, I'm not interested in the, uh, the cutesy little, uh, I can't remember the name of the company, Bo and I always Pops. have... Uh, no, not the... Well, yeah, I'm not interested in Pops, uh, but the the little articulated blind box figures that you can get in Walmart now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, those. We can never remember what the heck they're called. Loyal Subjects. Uh, I'm not interested in those. Uh, Toys you know. for children. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway, that that was just something I wanted to throw out there. It would be interesting to see if Super 7 does anything else with that G.I. Joe uh, license that they apparently have some access to. 
All right, so I think that covers everything Super 7. Uh, what do you guys want to hit next? We've got Diamond Select. We've got Mattel. Uh, Josh, do you want to go ahead and do Transformers? I can do Transformers if you want. Okay, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Transformers, even though uh, maybe not so much. No, I mean, it's not going to be a whole lot because out of the, well, at least what I would consider to be the main line, which is currently they're doing the Power of the Primes, they didn't show us a whole lot of new stuff. Uh, the majority of what was on the table for Transformers is stuff that actually you can find in stores now. Uh, the big new thing that they had there is, of course, every year with Toy Fair, they've got to come out with a new giant combiner toy, and this year it's going to be Predaking. And I'm honest with you, I, I'm not really sold on this Predaking. Like, I mean, I guess he looks all right, but the, the way that they, I mean, the way the colors come together and he doesn't look all that great articulated. But I mean, if you're someone that collects all of these giant combiners, I mean, you'll have to get him to go along with all your other ones. But well, he, let me I ask, mean, let me ask you this because I, I got sucked into Dinobot Mania with Power of the Primes. Uh, I, and I bought the. I, I've got. I think I'm too shy of actually putting together the new Dinobot Gestalt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Grimlock. I've got um, uh, the Pterodactyl, and maybe the Triceratops. But anyway, I've got like three of them, and then the little tiny one that has nothing to do with the combiner. Uh, just because they look like the classic Generation One Dinobots. Uh, and, I, and I was compelled to buy him because of that. But it looks to me like the combiner is going to look te- like the the figure, the combined figure, is going to look terrible. Yes. Like, it, it really looks, it doesn't look like they put a whole lot of effort into creating an aesthetic to create a giant robot. Right. It's going to look like somebody glued five Transformers together and then stuck I mean, like and a, a lot of times back in the day, that's kind of what you ended up having. I don't know, uh, though. See, I feel like Superion and Devastator, like, I feel like they looked, uh, they, they, they had a look to them. Like, they really looked like, okay, yeah, this is a well, giant. A lot of it depends on, like, the extra appendages that you have. When you're dealing with cars, cars is going to have to turn into fairly asymmetrical or symmetrical limbs right, but when right. you're having to like hide dinosaur heads somewhere <laughs> on a body <laughs> right, it's right. much harder to make it look like it's not a mishmash of different parts formed into a big giant robot there's no way around the fact that that guy's arm is a pterodactyl right so that, that's a lot harder to to do and when they're branching out like Predaking is one that a lot of fans have been asking for for quite some time. I mean, he's like the beast combiner and has always been since back in the day. But I just I don't know how well they pulled it off. It doesn't look much better than like the original one does. And I feel like, you know, 30, 40 years after the fact, we should have something that actually looks like a big giant robot and not a bunch of animal parts kind of smashed together. Right, right. So uh, that's a bit... uh, a little disappointing. The other big combiner that they have is Abominus, which is the uh, combiner made out of the Decepticon Terracons, and they're like almost like kind of movie monsters. Like they got a two-headed dragon and a big giant shark guy. Yeah, and yeah. He looks much cooler than me. I don't know. I don't know if it's just the colors or just the way that the, the monster parts kind of look on the robot a lot cooler. I, he's I'm much more interested in, uh, but. Um, 
Yeah, but those were really the only new things that they had to show. They they also were making a big deal. They're starting a new line for whatever reason of movie toys, even though it seems to be that after Bumblebee comes out, they're not going to be doing any more right. movies in this line. But they're they're doing a new line that they're calling uh, movie masterpiece uh, figures. Or is it? No, it's not movie. It's movie studio series. Movie studio series is what it's called. And so they're supposed to be a little bit more like upscale. Because if you actually look at the old movie figures that they've done, they were you know done a lot more cheaper than what they would do like on the collector line. So this right. is supposed to be like a collector line for the movie figures. So they're going back and they're redoing like all the stuff from the original movies and which seems know, like a weird yeah. concept to me because I feel like most of the collectors probably don't like the movies. Yeah, I am. That's the boat that I'm in, and but I mean, obviously they think that it's going to sell. Uh, I don't know. So well, and they've uh, even—I don't know if it's out yet or if it's just announced—but they're doing like a masterpiece-style barricade, aren't they? Yes, yes, they are. Is that really misguided, or is that just me? Well, it's not the first one that they've done. They've also done um, like Prime in the same kind of masterpiece. Oh, really? Now. Right. Now, it's not like the Masterpiece, like the the Generation 1 Masterpiece series, like they were done with all sorts of engineering from Japan. Oh, and like okay. Super okay. expensive. So it's it's, it's not those. Right. It's not those. They're using that same line to put out larger figures, but it's not going to have the same sort of detailing and workmanship as like the G1 Masterpiece figures okay, do. Okay, okay. So, uh, in fact, they're not even like the movie figures. They don't come out in Japan. They 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 do not put those in the masterpiece line. It's only in America that they're selling them under that masterpiece. Uh, okay, okay, I feel uh, better about that now. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's still technically there. It's, it's a larger figure that's on scale with the other masterpieces, but not as much detailing and engineering going into them. I'm, I'm pretty certain that that it's Hasbro uh, initiated on those, and not like um, not Takara. Takara. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, and and for anybody, since there's not a whole lot of Transformers news, for anybody listening, uh, I got sucked into th- this whole Power of the Primes thing. It has has shown us some really cool stuff. And I found the new Optimus and the new Rodimus in in the store, and I, I couldn't resist them. I had to get them. And I've got to say, they're great toys. Uh, both of them come with, they're, they're almost kind of like Ultra Magnus, if you remember the old Ultra Magnus figure, where Optimus Prime comes with Orion Pax, uh, which was his original identity previous to becoming leader of the Autobots, right? Yes. And it's it's like a whole separate figure, and then you put this sort of uh, exoskeleton type thing on him, and you get an Optimus Prime figure. And Rodimus Prime works the same way. He comes with a fully functional hot rod that transforms into the hot rod vehicle that we all know from the movie, voiced by Judd Nelson. Uh, but then that figure plugs into this Rodimus Prime exoskeleton, and both of those figures are, are just great. They're really well... like. The small figure and the larger figure that you get from combining them, very well articulated. They look great. The aesthetics are good. You don't look at them, and it's not like that Ultra Magnus where it's like, oh, there's this kind of cool figure plugged into a pretty static suit of armor. Like, they're they're really, really well done. I, I'm super impressed and not, 
you know, as, as much as I'm not collecting Transformers and in general would be mad at myself for deviating from my normal toy purchasing, I'm not at all mad at myself for buying these. Like, I'm no. totally I'm totally glad that I have them. Yeah, they're great toys. I mean, the, the main line that they're doing, it, it, they're doing a great job on them, and the engineering remains phenomenal. And, yeah, the, these Power of the Prime ones have been a pretty highlight. I think they've gone over really well where they've got the smaller figure that goes into the larger figure. It kind of goes back to the whole Power Master gimmick that they had back in the day. We yeah, have a smaller yeah. figure, and they're like – powers up and like their battle armor and whatnot and uh they look really great so yeah i'm I'm actually still in the hunt for for those so um but yeah so not a whole lot of new announcements from transformers i mean there is going to be a new cartoon called cyber force they also have the new cartoon figures out but those are going to be aimed more at kids though they actually look a little bit Closer to G one type of stuff than the last toy line they did. So, well, the Optimus that... I saw actually looked a lot like Orion Pax. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, he's got that uh, old thing where his arms are just the side of a truck, right? Unfortunately, right. but you know that's what what do you want from like a eight dollar kid toy? I suppose. Yeah. Exactly. Well, cool. That's that pretty much it for Transformers. Yeah, that's everything for Transformers. I tell you what, you guys, uh, let's take a quick break to refill our beverages and hear a word from our sponsor and we will reconvene in just a couple of minutes to continue on with this toy fair coverage sounds great okay so we're back and uh we inadvertently discussed things before we started recording again mondo was at Toy Fair with like one, they probably had more than one thing, but honestly, there was only one thing the the four of us gave any kind of a crap about. What was it, Ryan? Uh, they announced there's a one six scale, so a twelve inch Batman the Animated Series. I guess you'd call it a it's a figure. Yeah, it's a figure. Um, it's, a figure. it's got some decent articulation on it, and it comes with a decent amount of stuff. Um, I'm trying to find where the picture is. Well, that's one they, of Mondo's uh, big things is they, they tend to load them up with accessories. They'll am. have alternate heads and lots of weapons, and um, they're really sturdy, like, thick sculpts. Yeah, so they have, like, a deluxe version that's $150. Um, but, oh, it comes with the robot face. Sorry. Um, I'm just now <laughs> looking at it. Uh, 30 points of articulation. comes with a bunch of heads. It comes with several heads, batterings, goggles. I do like that it comes up with the thumbs up of bad approval hand, they yes. specifically call it. Yeah, um, that's nice. Different capes. I mean, I think it's a decent looking. The knees are kind of wonky. I think um, the knees and the elbows look terrible. I, I don't like them at all. Well, but it's, a, it's an interesting figure. At first, I thought it was a... Uh, 112 size figure, and I was going to be super surprised. But I mean, for 150 dollars, none of us are buying that. <laughs> no, no. I, I, there's, I honestly, I don't know if there's a one sixth scale animated Batman that could really tempt me. I, I, I'm really happy with what I've got from DC Collectibles. Uh, I can't imagine like if if. It's a different scale, but if Mezco did like a a one twelve animated Batman, I don't even know if I'd be interested in that because the proportions are so specific. It's just I, I think I'm good with what I've got. I don't need any yeah. other animated Batmans. 
Um, nice try, Mondo. Maybe it can fight. <laughs> maybe it can fight your incredible overpriced Iron Giant. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, now that we're back from our break, we are going to talk about NECA, which, by the way. It was recently determined at a live Toy Stories panel at Days of the Dead Atlanta that the correct pronunciation is indeed NECA. NECA, so, all so right. So that is what we're sticking with going forward. We took we took a poll live in the room. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, so nobody was there to, like, work for the company? No, 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 no. no then no. it has this not was, been decided. This was a, it's been decided as far in, as... In, informal poll, yes, I think. For for the purposes of the Needless Things podcast, a fan poll is good enough for us. Uh, but they had some some really cool stuff this year. But we have to we have to lead with the biggest news of the year from any toy company possibly ever in the history of toys, and that NECA has acquired the Clapper and Chia Pets brands. <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, you know, it's like when they bought Hastings. It was kind of weird. It didn't work. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, they actually buy Hastings? Yeah, they owned Hastings when they closed. What? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, Predator Chia Pets can be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally uh, uh, good. Well, the Chia Pets I get, the Clapper, that's the one that was kind of uh, weird for me. Well, my... All I can assume is that they're going to just apply all their licenses to the Clapper technology. So you'll have like a Predator Clapper and a Friday the 13th Clapper. Or like maybe it's something you plug into the wall and when you clap your hands it'll go. I don't know. That actually would be pretty cool. I would make the Predator noise like you clap and he's like. I would buy at least one of those I guess. Um, Especially if you could like hide it in somebody's house and just make predator noise go off every once in a while randomly. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know what? There there are probably many ways that clapper technology can be applied that we haven't <laughs> even thought of. Maybe they'll maybe they'll put clapper technology into action figures, so you can God. sit there next to your your predator figure and, and there you go, clap, and then he'll make, uh, make the noise. Um, yeah, we don't. All know. Right, so let me ask you a question about NACA. Okay. Did the Batman Alien pack come out? Nope. Did I just miss it somehow? Okay, Those, it does not come out. Uh, there are apparently – you know how when you see pictures of toy prototypes and it says pending license or approval? Yeah. Apparently with the the – what was it? Batman Alien and Superman Predator, isn't that what it was? Or was it Superman yeah. and an Alien? Superman and Alien. Yeah, what, whatever the case may be. Uh, apparently the licensor approval thing is has become a heinous, time-consuming process. Uh, they're still planning on releasing them, but I think the last update I saw was like first quarter 2019. Ugh. So Jesus, it's, yeah, it's gonna be we talked about that. Was that last year? It was or last year that, because yeah. that was that was the cover photo for last year's episode. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the more updates, uh, to come on that. Uh, other, some other stuff that NACA had, they're doing, now they, they did the ashy slashy proper replica from Ash versus the Evil Dead, and it's great. I've got it, uh, it's in the other room right now. But they are, of course, in grand toy making fashion, doing a variant of that, which is the possessed ashy slashy, which doesn't really make sense because he was always, like, 
whether he has teeth or not, that fucking puppet was possessed. <laughs> uh, but they're calling this one possessed ashy slashy, and it's got the fangs and the crazy eyes and everything else, and that's you know good for them. I won't get that one, but it's great that they're getting more mileage out of that. Uh, I guess sculpt isn't the right word, but toy design. Uh, they're doing a quarter scale Jason Voorhees from Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. Uh, it looks great. It's a little, it's almost a little cartoony to me. Uh, but it comes with tons of accessories, and I've got their quarter-scale Freddy that they did that's tremendous. So if you're into gigantic figures like that, which I, I have realized I am not, but uh, if you are, you know, you'll be excited. They are doing a Jason from part, an ultimate Jason. If you're familiar with NECA, uh you guys know that they've been doing these ultimate figures that come with tons of accessories, all kinds of different heads, and honestly... For what you get, it's a great value because traditionally NECA figures are like seventeen to twenty-two dollars, and for about twenty-five bucks, you're getting improved paint jobs and tons of accessories on whatever these figures may be. And they're they're doing uh, Jason from Part Two, which is the Jason with the sack on his head. And they've got the sack head, they've got an unmasked head, they've got the dead, pa- dead, desiccated Pamela Voorhees head, a bunch of weapons. Like, the, these are a great value. They really are. Uh, they announced figures from the, pred- the forthcoming Predator movie, which is a surprise to no one. Uh, was there anything that you guys saw? I've, I've got a whole list here, but was there anything you guys saw that kind of excited you from NECA? Uh, Buddy the be- Elf. But- yes! <laughs> Yes. Buddy the Elf, Buddy the elf coming as part of their uh, their retro. They, they call it the retro cloth action figure line, which is a terrible name, but they're great, great figures. And yeah, Buddy the Elf uh, is going to join their two different Clark Griswold figures, their Weird Al figure, because they've got they have a horror line of those retro figures that come on these clamshells that are horrible to open but then they also have boxed ones that are from various licensed things like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, and Buddy the Elf will be joining their boxed Christmas offerings and he comes with his his bag of of spaghetti noodles drenched in maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, he looked great. That was exciting. Um, I was excited about the two Pennywises, Pennywise maybe. I don't know the plural. Pennywise. Pennywise, you said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's run with that. <laughs> the Pennywises. <laughs> um, I'll definitely probably pick up the Tim Curry one. I don't know about the other one, um, but I think they both look really good. They're both the ultimate, so they're going to come with tons of hands and balloons and paper boats and heads and stuff. So I think they look good. Yeah, I was pretty excited to see that that right out of the box. It seems like, uh, you know, because traditionally NECA has done the, okay, here's the regular version of this figure, and then a few years later we'll give you the ultimate boxed version. And it seems like they've kind of decided, all right, well, if from here on out, once we get a license, we're just going to open with the ultimate version. Uh, and and I think that's good because you're like you said both of these have a bunch you know a bunch of heads bunch of hands, whatever and they look, man they look amazing like the likenesses on these things are just tremendous. Uh, the the 2017 Pennywise, which I I will I will be that guy I will go ahead and say that is my preferred Pennywise, but it's because I'm a book guy, 
and the Tim Curry Pennywise, as great as Tim Curry was, that's not what Pennywise looked like in the book. Yeah. And the new one is. And the way, if you look at the sculpt on this figure, the way he's holding that balloon with just his thumb and his forefinger is so weird and creepy and right. Uh, but yeah, I'll buy both of these. I'll 100% buy both of them. They look amazing. Uh, they also showed uh, the arcade Predator figures again, which they I think they showed them at uh, either Comic-Con or Toy Fair. Uh, they had an Ultimate Predator 2-pack, which is their first Ultimate 2-pack of the Bad Blood Predator and the Enforcer Predator, which are based on Dark Horse comics that I haven't read. But I do know I'm not a big fan of the Bad Blood Predator because he's he seems really clunky to me, uh, and I'm not that interested... In, like, I, I've got a lot of predators, you guys. I don't know how many more I need. Yeah, uh, I've got a bunch. I don't. I can't see myself. I, I've been passing uh, predator and alien both. Like, it's it's got to be something got really really different for me to like it, or it's got to be something very specific that I've read in like a comic. Like they're doing an ultimate Ahab, uh, which is from a, the comics, uh, the the massive like twelve issue crossovers that they've done over the last couple of years uh i'll get that one just because i have an attachment to that particular predator uh i might get another new one that they showed this year it's the 1718 version of the elder predator from predator 2 which gives the backstory of how that predator got the pistol that he get the flintlock pistol that he gave to danny glover at the end of predator 2 uh, there's a Dark Horse comic about that because, of course, there's a Dark Horse comic about everything. <laughs> uh, but it looks good, and I, I like that story, so it's cool that they're doing that. Uh, what One thing that really excited me, I'm a big sucker for NECA's, uh Kenner alien updates, and they showed the Scorpion alien. That, well, the Series 13 of Aliens is the Scorpion Apone and Snake that are NECA versions of the old Kenner figures. And that Scorpion alien is the first alien figure I ever owned because it was the one from the Kenner line that looked the most like just a regular alien because when those toys first started coming out, I didn't like all the variants. I didn't like the gorilla and the bull and all that shit. I love them now, but back then I just wanted a regular alien. Uh, at the time, that Scorpion Alien was the closest. So that's the first one I ever bought. So I'll buy Nakas. Um, the Snake Alien looks pretty awesome. I don't know if I'll get it or not because I have a feeling it's going to have problems standing up. Uh, and then Apone, who is done in the wacky, colorful Kenner style, is just part of this wave. He's not a store exclusive like the Kenner Ripley was. So that's he'll be easier to get, and I love this style. He's got his bright yellow shirt, and it, it just he looks cool. I like this figure a lot, so I'm stoked about those. Um, they showed this was unusual. They showed one figure from American Gods. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> like the one figure they decide to show is Laura Moon when she's all jacked up for the like five minutes. She looks like that in the not, show. Like not even a shadow. I mean, come on. <laughs> Which, yeah, at which, least to Wednesday. I don't know. Somebody. Well, but I've got to say, Emily Browning and Ian McShane are my two favorite people on that show. Like, I, I could, you could take everybody else from that show and throw them in the trash. <laughs> and as long as Laura Moon and Odin were still on it, 
I would watch it. Like they were. Hey, the highlight to you me. might get that wish that it was the way Stars is going, losing people on that show. So. Ah, <laughs> well, I, I, honestly, I'm not in for a second season anyway. I didn't like the first season enough to to continue with it. Uh, but yeah, this is a weird. This is one of those weird things where Naka like got a license, and I guess whoever makes the decisions there was really attached to this one specific version. And I think this is one that's going to, if it even makes it to stores, is just going to warm the pegs. I don't see anybody being all that interesting. Uh, yeah, interesting I didn't see pictures of it at the show. I'm kind of wondering if it's a pending license or whatever. Oh, it is. There we go. Pending license or approval. So I'm wondering with all the issues stars having with this show anyway, if they'll just yank uh, it. Yeah, it may not even happen. I, I would much rather see Emily Browning as Baby Doll from Sucker Punch, to be honest. Yeah. Uh and then we got some more Guillermo del Toro uh, figures. They've got the Pale Man with the throne that looked great. And I I have owned Pan's Labyrinth for like five, six years now or something like that. Still haven't watched it because hmm. what? I, got, I got totally burned out on subtitled movies a while ago. Me, me and the missus both got to the point where we were like, we're, we're tired of reading movies. And uh, we just haven't watched it yet. Sorry, guys. I, I watched it the first time, but I don't know that I've ever watched it a second time. I remember liking it, but uh, I'm sure can't. it's great. I have there's no doubt in my mind that it's great. Uh, but I'll uh, you know I'll get around to it one of these days. So wait, does that mean you haven't seen The Shape of Water either? I have seen The Shape of Water. I haven't seen that yet. The Shape of Water is not subtitled; it's in English, and it's amazing. And I hope Naka yeah. has the license to do figures from it. I definitely want the, uh, the Fish Man. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I only assume it's a Hellboy spinoff with Abe uh, hooking up with somebody. <laughs> no, it's it's that's more exactly of, what it is. No, it's it's more of a it's more of a sequel to Creature from the Black Lagoon. It, it's definitely more that than anything to do with like. Uh, well, I I don't want to spoil anything, but it's one it's it is definitely one of the top five, possibly top three movies I saw last year. Creature from the Sexy Lagoon. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, all right, and finally from NACA, which is one of my favorite things that they do, the retro figures, uh, we already talked about Buddy the Elf, but my possibly my pick of Toy Fair this year, uh, they showed a Herbert West figure from Reanimator, mm. and this was one of the pre-Toy Fair reveals. He looks incredible. The likeness is incredible. He comes with the, uh, the, the disembodied head of the Doctor, uh, the dead cat. And of course, the the hypodermic needle full of the magical green stuff. It looks incredible. This is the Herbert West figure I've been waiting for for the past twenty whatever years. Uh, they showed uh, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three in the tuxedo with the little the the green and red bow tie and pocket square and his crazy face. He looks great. I'll buy him for sure. And uh, then the one that I didn't care about was Captain Blake from The Fog. Uh, I'm, I love John Carpenter, but I'm not a fan of the fog. So this this one didn't do anything for me. Uh, anything else you guys noticed from NACA? So for me, uh, I guess was that Ultimate Deadpool? Was that a Toy Fair reveal, or he's been revealed for a while? Uh, I think we saw him back at New, maybe New York. Did we? Yeah, I think I it's the think final. So. I think. If I didn't hate Deadpool so much, that's an impressive figure. There's some, <laughs> it is, and I've seen the because uh, they've got a quarter scale uh, Deadpool that's in stores right now, and it looks incredible. But uh, yeah. I'm just I, I, like I said, I'm not 
Uh, unless it's something very specific like the movie Ninja Turtles that I don't know that they'll ever do on a smaller scale, uh, big figures are, are not really for me. Hey, I've, I've got to ask, is your hate for Deadpool uh, directly at Deadpool, or is it the cosplayers that are in uh, in Deadpool that are in character? It's all of it. It's so stupid. But, like, actually, I don't hate the movie. That's the weird thing is I went to the movie, and I was like, all right, this movie is pretty good. The comics, though, I cannot stand it, and the people that like it. I can't stand them either. <laughs> See, I, I like the comics. I like the movie, but it's the Deadpool's that are in character uh, that are I think they're funnier than they are. That's kind of I, I, I get it. I'm I'm not bothered by any of it uh, except for Hasbro's decision to make every variant of Deadpool except for movie Deadpool. That's yeah, that seems me. weird to me because, like, I I would love to have a movie Deadpool. Uh, yeah, Marvel point, that's that's the one I want. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have Funko, Diamond Select, Mattel, and... McFarland, uh, kind of. What was that? McFarland. McFarland? <laughs> Just briefly. Uh, they had what? some Stranger Things uh, toys that they announced. With their fucking hideous articulation. <laughs> yeah, the seven-inch ones. The that, ugliest uh, joints in the history of toys. God, do you remember when they used to be the shit, too? Yeah, I remember. Like, I used to love McFarlane toys. Yeah. Like, well, now, now we know why McFarlane toys didn't used to have articulation. Because it looks like ass. Yeah, because they were plastic statues. Have you seen the, uh, well, we talked about the Saga figures and how ugly the joints were on those things. Yeah. And the weird uh, uh, scale they were in, too. Like, they weren't, they, they were like the 7-inch or the 5-inch. They're 5. It's like 5-inch like scale. Yeah, it was like 1 inch off of, like, your typical toy. So, like, it, it just looked weird. Well, that's what McFarlane has been doing. Like, all their Walking Dead figures are that 5-inch scale. Um, but the Stranger Things are the 7-inch, so you've got small kids that you're now... <laughs> They're towering over Spawn. <laughs> yeah, that you're now doing in a bigger scale, and it just looks weird. Well, and they don't look... I mean, that you can find uh, you can find uh, David Harbour, I can't remember his character's name, uh, in Eleven in Target right now. And they're, I mean, they're just their arm joints. They're hideous. They look so bad. See, I haven't seen them in person yet. Uh, at least I, the target that I typically go to is pretty bad for toys. So, oh, okay, okay. Um, I haven't seen them live, but I know that. Uh, well, now, uh, if it, and they, for you, for you, and for the listeners, uh, this stuff is not in the toy section. It's on the back wall in their new mm -hmm. like pop culture section ah see uh i, I forget always forget about that yeah so i need to uh walk back that way that's where that stuff is and and if, if uh, again for the listeners and and for jay if you want stranger things figures i highly recommend funko's uh three and three quarter inch ones they're great yeah i'm looking at them right now <laughs> i got them for christmas oh yeah so i've yeah. got them with the uh, target exclusive um DVD that looks like the uh, VHS. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I picked that up as well. I, I love it. I love it. I yeah. love these figures. They look great. Uh, all right, so there's McFarlane. Uh, do you guys want to talk about Funko real quick? Sure. They really the only thing of interest from those guys. They they also apparently Pee Wee's Playhouse licensed out a bunch of stuff this year. 
Uh, so we've got Pee Wee's Playhouse pop figures are coming out. So you can kind of take your pick if you want those or if you want to wait for Super 7's reaction figures. Or maybe you want them all. Uh, but the big thing from Funko this year was a new line called Savage World, which is licenses done in the vintage Masters of the Universe style. (laughs) You gotta think, some lawyer from Mattel's gotta be like walking by, trying to figure out. Right? I think it looks fantastic. The the only line that was dividing Thundercats from being, not being He-Man was their size. Well, but that's the thing, (laughs) is back in the day, there were like a dozen or more lines of figures that were exactly like Masters of the Universe but that that weren't like the what Sun Man um oh there were tons and tons if you if you go online you can find all of these different lines that were the exact same aesthetics as Masters of the Universe back in 1982 84 uh but that were not owned by Mattel uh, Remco, Remco did half of them. There was a line of wrestling figures done yeah, in that style. Uh, but anyway, Savage World by Funko. That's that's the the sort of head the the name of all of these lines. But they're doing Thundercats, and they actually had sculpts of Jackalman, Chitara, Slyth, Mumra, Tigra, Lion-O, Panthro, and Monkeyan. Uh, and they look great. I mean, yeah, they work. Awesome. They they work in that format. Uh, and and actually, this is the same thing as the if you go to a GameStop right now, they've got Mortal Kombat figures in this style as well, uh, and they look great. Uh, Conan, they had uh, Conan, Thulsa Doom, two Conan variants, uh, the Warrior Woman, and I don't know if these are movie based or comic based. They certainly appeared to have the Arnold Schwarzenegger and James Earl Jones yeah. likenesses. Uh, and then the horror ones are the ones. Those look phenomenal. Like I, I, I haven't bought a horror toy in a while, but that whole line looks amazing. They're like, fucking I'm gonna have crazy. To get it from... They're bonkers. Like they have. <laughs> it's not just that they've done these characters in the Masters of the Universe style. They have done them as though they were from Eternia. <laughs> yeah. Because no, they, they've adapted them like they have costumes that yes. are straight up yeah. man costumes. And Leatherface has a chainsaw hand and a sledgehammer <laughs> hand that are interchangeable. Uh, Pinhead has his little tools and stuff. Michael Myers, which out of all the horror icons to put Michael Myers in this style seems really weird. In a loincloth. Yeah. <laughs> For a But they're incredible. They look so awesome. I will I will absolutely buy these as soon as I possibly can. Like if the uh the buff Freddy with the loincloth yes. and like the uh the claw hand and like the big muscles. Like it's, now, it's see, insane. And that's what I want them to really make it complete is on the package instead of saying like Freddy, it needs to say like Claw hand. Claw dar. Yeah. The Krugar. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, Jason that would be great. An evil camp counselor. That would be tremendous. Oh yeah, man. Pinhead kind of works, so he's kind of good, but yeah, all the other ones need to have a new name. Yeah, that it's it's uh, it's wild. I, I this this is one of the weirdest toy fair surprises ever, for sure. I never expected to see anything like that. So that's that's pretty much it for Funko. I mean, obviously they showed a billion new pops and and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, I was a little disappointed that we didn't see anything else from their Batman sixty six line. 
I don't know if you guys have seen those three and three quarter inch Batman sixty six figures that they did, but they're great. Yeah, uh, I got burned with the last. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Birds, with Mattel, no, I, I have those, and so um, when, when they popped up, even though they look uh, superior to the last, uh, was it Mattel's? Yeah, Mattel uh, uh, version. I, I I couldn't do it. I already had half of them. So yeah, I, I they, they did a really great assortment of characters. Uh, they they look great. They they play great. The Batmobile is uh, it's it's a toy. It's great. They did a really good job with those. So I was hoping to see more, and and we didn't. But maybe at some point in the future we will. And other than that, I think that's pretty much it for Funko. Uh, we've got a couple of things from Diamond Select. Do we want to do Mattel? Do we, do we want to pretend like Mattel came off like a big player again this year? <laughs> we can talk about it for about 30 seconds. Well, I, actually, I will say this. Um, looking at things from a purely toy perspective, not from a collector perspective, uh, Mattel's Jurassic World toy line is one of my favorite things I saw this year. I don't know if you guys looked at it at all. Uh, the dinosaurs look incredible. They have a lot of cool features. Uh, they've got a couple of different ranges of sizes. Uh, and then they're doing the human figures that are three and three quarter inch. They're a little, I would, I would say they're a little better than like adventure people, but that's what they're aiming for. They're, they're not trying to make like 25th anniversary GI Joes. They're trying to make like, Oh, it's Chris Pratt that I want to put on a motorcycle and have chased by this motorized dinosaur that I bought. I'm really, really impressed. This this Jurassic World toy line that Mattel does feels like such a throwback to the 80s, and I mean that in a very good, successful way. It feels like something you, you, you want to look at. Like, if you guys haven't looked at it, I recommend you go to Toy Arc and look at their photo archives of the Jurassic World line from Mattel. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It reminds me of the um, uh, King Kong toys that came out last year. Uh, the whatever the mo- most recent uh, King Kong movie. Oh, the Skull Island ones. Yeah, the Skull Island, I, where I like they had some really cool. I think they're uh, a little nicer big, than uh, that. Things, but they're they look like fun. Like I want to play with them. You know what I mean? Like I want to I want to pick up these dinosaurs and have them chase figures around. And what's interesting is they're doing dinosaurs. They're doing the human characters, and they're also releasing vehicles compatible with these three and three quarter inch figures. But the vehicles are under the Matchbox banner, uh, which is uh, interesting because Mattel hasn't applied that brand to to a whole lot outside of the small cars that you know we typically think of as Matchbox cars uh, in a while. So I'm I'm interested to see going forward what Mattel decides is going to be under that Matchbox brand, but uh, but yeah, I've got to give them props. They've designed what looks like a really really fun toy line here. Uh, lots of features, lots of cool stuff. I think kids are going to go crazy for this, and I think this if Mattel can maintain better than they normally do, I think this Jurassic brand for them could go on for years and years and be very successful. Uh, and then, of course, there's the line that is of more interest to us, the DC Multiverse line. Now, are any of you guys still buying any of these? Yeah, I'm I am. cherry picking. <laughs> who just, yeah, I couldn't pass. tell, who just miserably said, yeah, I am. Was that you, Josh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could be all of us, I think. It applied to everybody. I, uh, 
what the heck is this penguin? That's it's not a movie penguin. I'm sure it's gonna. <sighs> is it know. not? I keep zooming in on it. I mean, that... it's like a weird. It's closish. Yeah. It's like a comic book version of the movie Penguin, but right. I don't. Yeah, it, I don't... it basically reads as we don't have Danny, Danny DeVito's likeness. likeness. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's <laughs> meant to be a, a movie Penguin. Uh, because what wave it, is he in? It, well, it show? wasn't shown as part of those signature ones. Is, uh, he's, he's, no, he is. Yeah, he's in the premium. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. It just it doesn't look like the DeVito Penguin to me. I don't know. I'll be interested to see. I guess if, maybe if you slap a, a soft goods coat on him. Yeah. I mean, but he, I think it's, I mean, you've got the little flipper hands and everything. I think it's totally meant to be the, the, the DeVito. The face just doesn't. No. Mm-mm. No. Well, we'll, we'll see. I will say one thing for Mattel with this line. They are still filling in the blanks from the DC Universe classics. Like, they revealed Spoiler, who was a big missing piece, mm. and then they finally revealed Vixen, who was on the fucking box of DC Universe Classics <laughs> for like eight years. Like her face was on the box and they never released the figure. And so she's finally coming out. Yeah, but is she in the same scale? Because yeah. I thought uh, some of the uh, multiverse stuff uh, were a little smaller. So just the like weird, the Flash and the Batman Forever, whichever one it is, those are in a different scale. They're a little bigger, I think. Are yeah. they really? Yeah, they're supposed to be. Ugh, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like the Suicide uh, Squad, those awful figures that I ended up picking up for dirt cheap on Amazon for like a couple of dollars each, those are smaller than the... Uh, uh, See, that's so weird because the Justice League movie figures are the same scale as, yep. as the rest of the multiverse. Not I that just... they match aesthetically, but... Yeah, and then they reveal this weird Batman and Superman that have like metal on them. What the fuck are they even doing with that nonsense? <laughs> okay, well, I mean, that's like <laughs> what those are? Those are fully so bad. They're fully diecast figures. Um, they're from Injustice, and they're GameStop exclusives. That's right. So in six months, you can buy them for half price in the clearance bin. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, what what I have questions about, and and this is Ryan. This is where your expertise, your encyclopedic knowledge of all things comic book, is going to help me out. So they showed two different two packs, or I don't I don't know if they're two packs or if they're just sets of two figures. Um, they had Beast Boy and Wally West or Kid Flash uh-huh. that are Toys R Us exclusives, and it looks like they come with extra parts for the Clayface Build a Figure. Yes, they yes. do. One of them comes with the big spike ball hand, and one of them comes with the big axe hand. Then they showed Spoiler and Harley Quinn, which Harley, for some reason, has the Suicide Squad colored hair on the Amanda Connor New 52 body. Yes. I don't quite get that, uh, but I'll buy it because it's Harley Quinn. And they come with, one of them comes with a mother box, and one of them comes with some, whose head is that? I'm looking at it now. It it's, looks like Metaron. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Is Metaron? Uh, oh no! I mean, right? It's I, just some generic Kirby head, but I know it's a specific character. I just—it's definitely think, a Kirby head. I just yeah, can't it's probably oh, no, Metaron. No, no, no! It's an alternate head for the Luthor. Is what it is. 
What? It's that, that, oh, it's, you're it's right. I did Thor with the mother box. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Okay, wait. What? You've got to explain this to me. What? So talking that, about the Superman armor, Luthor. Yes. Yes. Because his armor is like powered by the mother box, and so when he goes to Apocalypse, he does adopt a more oh. Kirby esque uh, look. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. That's why I couldn't figure out who the heck it was. I, okay, that makes sense because I, I haven't read any of the current Superman stuff. So, all right, that makes sense. Um, and then they had two different variants of the Ray, uh, which I really like that translucent one. He looks really cool. Uh, yeah. Simon Baz to go along with the Jessica Cruz that just came out, which, by the way, is great. And her greens, they're not an exact match for all the previous Mattel Green Lantern figures, but they're close enough that she can stand on the shelf with them and look good. Uh, let's see. Gotham by Gaslight Batman. Real quick, have you guys seen Gotham by Gaslight yet? Yeah, it's my DVD queue. I'll see it at some point. Okay. I found it to be I, I found it to be a bit slow. The other one. Yeah. Um let's see. I don't know. I've been burned by some of the D C movies. Yeah. And like the what was the most recent Harley, one with, Harley uh, Quinn was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the last the Batman and Two Face, the Batman sixty six one was great. Um Oh gosh, there are two recently that have been horrible. Oh, Killing Joke. Yeah, kill. I think the Killing Joke and the other one that you just mentioned, like... Killing Joke and Batman and Harley Quinn, were terrible, like embarrassingly bad. Uh, but then the Batman, the newest Batman sixty six. Oh, and the Brave and the Bold meets Scooby Doo. That was awesome. And Brave and the Bold's been one of those series that I initially uh, wanted to hate initially when I first looked yeah, at yeah. the designs. Same here. Once I watched it, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah I love Can't it. hate that series. I love it equally, too, but in a completely different way from Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. Agree. I would um, say it's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> Hammers of Justice. Uh, I think that's, but that's everything. Yeah, they didn't show... The Wonder Woman. Everybody wanted to see the oh, Wonder. Oh yeah, Woman. they did. They should. Belinda yeah. Carter. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Belinda you're Carter. Right. Everybody's waiting to see it, and they did not pull it out. Well, and, so, and they do this dumb thing where when they do, like with the Super Friends figures, the the Walmart exclusive Super Friends that they're releasing right now, uh, the first wave was Batman, Green Lantern, and Aquaman, but. The first cases that shipped out only had Batman and Aquaman. And Green Lantern, even though he was part of the same wave, came in a later case assortment. And they're doing the same shit with, with, uh, Batman Forever, with Val Kilmer, John Wesley Ship, and Linda Carter. Like, uh, Val Kilmer and John Wesley Ship are in the first case, and Linda Carter is shipping out later, even though she's in the same wave. Mm. I don't understand that crap, but whatever. Yeah, it just seems like uh, uh, things are going to sit there and warm the pegs forever. Well, and that's the thing. It's, I feel like that's what kills Mattel's lines is they'll do, you know, those first two figures pack out as a case assortment. So you've got, let's say it's a case of 12, you have six of each figure that sits on the pegs forever, and then you ship out a new case assortment that has, you know, four of each figure 
Well, that leaves you with 10 of each and then four of one. And it's just, it, it doesn't make sense to me. But hey, I don't run a toy company, so I don't know how this shit should work. Um, and that is literally everything from Mattel. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. It is crazy. And you know what's even crazier is the past at least two years, DC Collectibles has excited all of us with something that they've shown. This year, they had nothing. None. All they showed were their DC Essentials. Uh, which I don't care about because they they kill toy lines. Yeah, it's like this is like the fifth time they rebooted that line. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't care. I don't even if it's Doomsday Clock. And I'll tell you what I wanted to see was, you know, DC collectibles in past years have have been really big on embracing whatever DC's event was. What I wanted to see was all the Dark Knights Batman's. I would buy figures of every single one of those. Nothing. What I wanted to see was figures of from Batman White Knight. Are you guys reading that? No, I haven't nah. read White Knight. Holy yeah. shit. Metal. When, and, and if uh, White Knight's on issue five right now, there are eight total issues. Whenever the collection comes out, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. It takes it's it's not it's not continuity at all. It's it's like an Elseworlds type thing. But it takes bits and pieces from comics continuity, from animated series, from New 52, like Sean Phillips draws from wherever he feels like drawing from and is telling this, this man, I I want this to be DC Animated's next two-part feature. I want toys from it. It's fucking awesome. I can't recommend Batman White Knight highly enough. It's great. Um, Excuse me. Said Sean Phillips. I think I meant Sean Gordon Murphy. Uh, but anyway, uh, Batman White Knight. I wanted to see that. Nothing. All they had was this essential stuff. And before Toy Fair, a photo leaked of a DC animated Martian Manhunter in Justice League Unlimited packaging. What? Mm. Yes. They showed. Nothing, because we've been talking for two years now about how the way the DC animated figure line has been going, they're clearly building towards Justice League. Because the last year they finally put out Superman and Lois, which is the first non-Batman the animated series figures they've put out. Uh, And we, we have all felt like they're building towards doing Justice League, and before Toy Fair, a figure leaked on Instagram. It's it's not in a traditional DC collectibles box. It's in like it's in a box box as opposed to um, like a hanging box type thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's a window box and it's legit. Like this is not bullshit that somebody made up. And it's Martian Manhunter, done in the DC animated DC collectibles style. And nothing. Nothing. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but they they had literally there was nothing that interested me at all from yeah. DC Collectibles this year. And, and just like as an extra fuck you to everybody, they put the mime and marionette in separate packs. I mean, fuck you, DC Collectibles. Uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> horseshit. That's complete horseshit. Oh, and apparently uh, the Joker Mobile that we talked about last year has been canceled. Oh. Mm. 
which is very disappointing because I was looking forward to that goofy fucking thing. <laughs> uh, all right, so that leaves us. I think you guys, it is time to talk about the bell of the ball, the the one that currently is setting the toy world on fire with almost every single announcement announcement they make, uh, and that is Mezco. <sighs> The bank account killer. No <laughs> shit. Because let me Again, tell you. So glad you guys uh, pick it up so I don't have to. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, you know what? Real quick, before we get to Mezco, let's get to what I, I my brain can't help but think of as the Mezco knockoff, and that is Soap Studios. Do you know what I'm talking wow. about? Wow. Those things crashed and burned. They thought that that was going to be like you know, a Mezco competitor, and there were rumors about these things. If you haven't seen them, they're putting out the CW versions of Arrow, Flash. Who else did they show? Anybody? Well, Bat- Batman Begins. Batman Begins. The Rachel Bull, Bruce Wayne in training, and then an actual, like, Batman from Batman Begins. Yeah. I haven't seen these. What, uh, what are they? They're, they're wonky is what they are. Yeah, they're Mezco style. They're the same size. They kind of same kind of cloth. They stuff. look like one twelve collective, except designed in a country. <laughs> like, they look like, like they're Chinese knockoffs. Like if I go to Beaufort Highway, I can go uh, pick some up. And, and they're not they're not bad, but they're like okay, okay. So the the best analog I can come up with is when we were kids. You know, we GI Joe figures, right? Well, sure. next to the G.I. Joe figures were the core. Yeah. So if... It's just like Transformers if, versus GoBots? If 112, if 112 Collective is G.I. Joe, then the Soap Studios stuff is the core. The it's core not, you find at the thrift store. It's not It's not bad, but it's not yeah. as good as the real thing. And it's it's on, if you guys go to toyark.com... Uh, and go to their big Toy Fair 18 full coverage roundup. Uh, you can find the pictures of this stuff. And like, if if I had never seen a 112 collective figure, these would probably look pretty good to me. But yeah, like, I could see that. Their clothes don't fit quite right. The likenesses aren't quite right. Like, they're just a little off. <laughs> so what's the company name again? I'm, Soap, I'm, I'm, Soap Studios. Um, Soap if, Studios. If you go to that page that has like everything the on links. it, yeah. they're uh, I think they're about halfway down. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I just wanted to mention those real quick because <laughs> because they exist. They do, and there was so much talk about them on like the Mezco forums and everything about, oh, this company's going to come and be the competitor. Right, and... right, right. And <laughs> they not. are not. They're so not. So let's they talk about not. the real deal. Um, let's let's talk about Mezco and their one twelve collective. We're actually, real real quick, I, I know you guys aren't aren't as uh, interested in the other stuff, but real quick, I just want to mention uh, they're doing a new Living Dead dolls, Michael Myers. Uh, the original Michael Myers, and I, I it's super, super creepy. Uh, I love the licensed Living Dead Dolls figures. My wife collects them, and uh, this this Michael Myers looks really good. And they're also doing uh, Kong of Skull Island, and it's their it's 
it's kind of their exaggerated Mezco style. Like the fur is really thick and like almost cartoony looking, but I really like these figures. And there's a seven inch one and an 18 inch one. They look really good. All right. Now we can move on to the highlight of the show and, uh, we can argue about the Green Lantern John Stewart. Ugh. I like it. It smells like New 52. Get that <laughs> crap out of here. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, is if you look at, and, and this is actually something interesting that I saw on message boards yesterday when I was kind of poking around trying to figure out what we were going to talk about tonight. Uh, if you look at, like, the 112 Superman figure, it's pretty much just a comic book Superman. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. The Shazam figure is pretty much just a comic book Shazam. Now, the Black Adam is a little more new 52E. Uh, but if you look at their Batmans, aside from the Dark Knight Returns Batman, they haven't done just a comic booky Batman. Yeah. Uh, and this Green Lantern, uh, John Stewart, which, granted, chances are. This will be their their one twelve style John Stewart. Maybe they'll do a mosaic version. Maybe they'll do sort of a standard Green Lantern version. Uh, but to me, this John Stewart fits in with their Joker, with their Batman's. Um, yeah, it's new fifty two as all get out. I'm looking at it for the first time right now. Oh, it's, are you really? It's, it's, it's definitely new fifty two. But that's kind of what the one twelve style is. If they're not doing a direct movie or comic book well, thing, see what I'm getting concerned about with them, and it's happening more, like you said. Like in the beginning, they said, I mean, they would say in interviews, "We're going to take you know the best of all the different costumes and do a one definitive iconic version, which right. you see with Superman, Spider-Man, the early figures, or Captain Joker, America, They're, Captain America. Yeah. All of a sudden, these new ones that are coming out, all of a sudden are Mezco saying, this is how we envision it. And I do not want that. If well, you're going to give me I, these figures, I want to see the classic ones. But like, see, to me, that Captain America, the standard Captain America that they put out, yeah. Um, I feel like this Green Lantern is the same aesthetic as that. Really? I, I feel just... I feel like it takes uh, elements because the head sculpt is incredible. It's yeah, I'll it's give you great. that. The head sculpt is great. Um, and the costume, I feel like it it all works. Uh, and and it's personal taste, obviously. Uh, we're we're not going to agree on all the decisions they make, but. To me, this John Stewart is in the same universe as this Joker that they put out. Now, can we agree on this John Stewart though? Him not having a construct of a sniper rifle hmm. is a huge mess. Well, we up. don't we know that he doesn't. They haven't shown all the accessories yet. Yeah, they have. Have yeah, they? Oh, yeah. They have the book. They gave a book out. Oh, did they? I haven't Mesco seen any of that. That has everybody's accessories. Every figure shown, all their accessories. See, Mezco's one of the companies that I wasn't able to find the official product pictures for, which is really weird because typically they're really good about that because they did, um, you know, prior to the show, they did their typical, like, square images of, uh, I think it was Sovereign Knight Batman and John Wick, maybe? Where yep. you know how they do the Instagram friendly pictures that has the figure, the different heads, all the accessories. 
But I haven't seen that for Green Lantern or any of the others we're about to talk about yeah, yet. Let me go pull the book up because I can pull all the, on one of the Facebook things. So, yeah, for him to not come with any kind of rifle or anything as a construct, yes, that is wrong. Yeah. Well, looking at it, it's someone that doesn't collect the line. Uh, the face sculpt looks amazing. Uh, but for me, if I was going to pick him up, I would prefer more of the mosaic costume or a typical Green Lantern costume. Okay. And, and that's fair. That's fair. It's Again, it's all personal taste. So while Ryan's looking that up, real quick, we'll talk about the pre-Toy Fair reveals that Mezco had. And uh, that was the Sovereign Knight Batman, which was revealed as the second of a trilogy of action figures. Um, the Ascending Knight Batman that none of us really cared for, Mm-mm. that was very much the, the sort of year one, or not even year one, but the, the short Short gloves, big ears, Batman. Uh, I, I didn't care for that one at all. No. And this Sovereign Knight Batman, I like a lot. It reminds me of sort of an Arkham Asylum style uh, Batman. I like it. It's supposed to be Batman sort of at the peak of his career. As is that the uh, bright blue uh, hood? No, no. This one is, uh, he's got... He's got a lot of it's. He's still got the mesh bodysuit, but there's a lot of lines and stuff on it. Uh, the the yeah, ears, so I think that's the one I'm looking at right now. The uh, ears are lower profile. They yeah. haven't shown one with blue yet, but but the version of this I would want would have a blue cape and cowl and boots and gloves. Yeah, but the one they showed was black and gray. Okay, here we go. Uh, and um... then they also showed John Wick which was a great surprise because those movies are fantastic. And I was actually, as I was watching John Wick 2, uh, I was thinking, man, I'd really like to have a John Wick figure from NACA, never imagining that we would get a 112 John Wick, which I would vastly yep. prefer to a NACA version. And sadly, he does not come with a dog. Yeah. So ridiculous. <laughs> well, okay, this version does not come with a dog, but if they do like the ultimate arsenal version like they did yeah. with Punisher... He doesn't come with a lot. He comes with a shotgun, assault rifle, two pistols, some hands, and a muzzle blast, and that's, and that's it. That's so they can do the $130 Ultimate Arsenal yeah. version like they did with that Punisher figure. Where he'll come he'll come with his underground vault. He'll have like a pickaxe and a concrete slab with a vault in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, who else? Did we see? Uh, cable. I think Cable looks amazing. Yeah. He I'm unhappy with that Cable. I love Mainly that because, Cable. What are you talking about? Uh, if you're going to do Cable, I want some shoulder pads. I want to see some yellow. <laughs> like, I want... Well, but they'll probably Jim do Lee. Diamond Select version, maybe. Well, <laughs> what they've said is, we know that there's going to be a Stealth Iron Man as a previews exclusive. And Mezco announced there's two other previews exclusives out of what they revealed. So somebody's getting them. They just won't say who. I mean, they've got to do a 90s cable. And it'll be, well, what they've, what they've had, they've had previews exclusive, they've had the standard version, and then they've had the Mezco exclusive. That's been their, that's been their MO. So I would bet that they'll do, here's my guess. I'm going to throw this out there. Listeners make note of this. Previews exclusive cable will be a 90s cable, and Mezco exclusive cable will come with a baby, um, what's oh, her face? Yeah. Hope. Hope, 
and uh, an arsenal and like a cape or whatever. Yeah, that's my I guess. See that. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Uh, we saw Cyclops, which uh, it's my turn. It's my turn to be salty because <laughs> this is Cyclops has had some shit costumes over the years. I can't honestly say this is my least favorite Cyclops, Cyclops costume, but there are five other Cyclops costumes I would rather see before this one. Oh, see, if you ask me, this is the exact one I want. I yeah, know I'm, I'm in the same boat. That, that Minus Jim those Lee. lines. Yeah. So the, the, the night, yeah, the, the lines on the 90s is tough. Well, you see, Dave, you may not be seeing it correctly because you don't have a yellow Wolverine like I do. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you, because I looked at a review of that blue and yellow Wolverine, which, by the way, I'm on the wait list for, so I'm sure that's going to happen. Uh, it looks like his head is gigantic. Um, it's a little big. It's not. It's not anything crazy. It's not. I, mean, Eddie, I don't. It's not Eddie Brock Marvel Legends big. <laughs> no, like I'm looking at him right now. You don't. I mean, it. You don't really notice it on the shelf. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm just, still. I'm. I'm excited about. I've. I've got three. I think it's the final three one twelves I ordered from the comic book shop. Next week. Wolverine, Deathstroke, and Harley Quinn are all coming in, as oh. as well as the quarter scale uh, Raphael Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the overcoat and the Casey oh. Jones proper replica mask, all nice. coming in next week. Yeah. Nice, fucking sweet. Ow. Yeah, that's um, uh, that's brutal all at the same time. I, yes, it is. So uh, the other Marvel one that I was really excited about, and if you would have asked me last week, he's not one I would have named at all, was Blade. Oh, he looks right? amazing. Okay, so wait. All right, once again, we have to take a poll from all four of us. Is this movie Blade, or is this, like, Mezco 112 Amalgam Blade? This is, is Mezco Blade. Yeah. Is it? It just looks like movie Blade to me. Yeah. Now, it's he has an alternate head that looks more comic booky okay than this he's got the shaved head alternate head well didn't um, they have the uh, uh tv series shortly is it that blade because it looks like a combination movie oh, is, blade. It, is it sticky fingers from onyx blade because <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm because it, it's definitely not wesley snipes um but it, it's the costume is uh definitely uh that blade but the face is definitely not. Oh, is it not? Okay, I I didn't. I mean, uh, this I blade does. Blade, but it looks great say to me. It does. It's a blade that says to me, "Why are motherfuckers always trying to ice skate up hill?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a mystery. But he comes like, yeah, he comes with several pairs of sunglasses, a bunch of stakes. Like, he's a good one. I'll definitely pick him up. Which is surprising. And then they did their Netflix. They did Punisher. Punisher comes with a sweet ass minigun. Like I think a lot of people are going to get that Punisher for that minigun. Yeah, he looks um, great. I won't get him because I'm trying to avoid getting any of the movie stuff. Uh, yeah, except, I, I if here's the thing, I want a great Hella figure. I've got the <laughs> Marvel Legends one, and she's really, really good. The Hot Toys one looks amazing, but only see it looks like she only comes with the crowned head. And not a regular Kate Blanchett head. Uh-huh. If the 112 Hala comes with a Kate Blanchett, like, non-crown head and a crown head, 
I'm going to get this one. So from what I've seen, she wasn't far enough along to be in the book right. that shows all the accessories, so we don't know yet. I just – there's something weird. I don't know if it's the photos people took of her. There's just something off about the photos, and well, I can't put my are too finger big. of it. Her boobs are too big. That's a problem. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I thought she looked good. And, and again, this is early stages, so she'll get better just like and, – and this is a good segue – just like the Catwoman, in my opinion, looks a lot better than the last time we saw her. Yeah, uh, I'm into order her now. Yeah. I was not sure before, but yeah, now I'm her, her costume, her suit didn't look great last time we saw her. Her face looked really bad last time we saw her, and I think they, they made some improvements. She looks a lot better, and that's what they're doing, and that's the thing. A lot of people bitch about how long the 112 figures take to come out. And like the delays, I don't care. I want a good figure. I would rather wait two extra years and get a great figure than get it, you know, whenever I, you know, whenever, because Mezco doesn't say you're getting this in December. They don't do that anyway, but I would rather wait and get a great figure because the, the, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the 112 Harley Quinn yet, the Suicide Squad one. It's incredible. And they delayed it. You know, it was originally supposed to come out in, like, last August or something like that, and it got delayed a few months. And it was worth the wait. And all of these all these 112 figures, these are premium figures. We're paying a high price for what we're getting, and I want them to be perfect. And if yes. that means I wait a few months or a year longer, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah, for the price uh, that you're paying, I mean, that's like crazy high. You know, I, I, I know I bitched about Marvel Legends and when they went to $10, $15, $20. Right, right. And you're paying like four times that. I want to figure this perfect that's got everything absolutely right. So I, I, I'm with you. If I'm paying that much money, I'd, I'd be willing to wait. And that's what's been so interesting about the 112, uh, the, the whole, you know, watching this line develop is, you know, with things like the Ghostbusters figures. We've been looking at those for two years now. Every time we see them, they look better, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm okay with that. You know, wait until they're ready. And they, granted, they still don't have the, uh, the tubes on the legs, which is a insane oversight that I can't believe. But, uh, this year at Toy Fair, they looked than they've ever looked. Uh, Slimer looked incredible. All four Ghostbusters look great. And after being disappointed by Diamond Select's Ghostbusters line, I, you know, I don't want to buy, I don't want to pay what the 112 Ghostbusters are going to cost, but I want good Ghostbusters figures. And it looks speaking like... Of, uh, speaking of Ghostbusters, uh, wasn't the, the cartoon uh, Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, uh, shown? Yeah, Diamond, Diamond Select, Select is yeah. doing uh, variants of their Ghostbusters line. They have done head sculpts of the real Ghostbusters and stuck them on their... Ghostbusters bodies, their their Ghostbusters select bodies, uh, with the you know they've got the right paint jobs, whatever. But you know, I'll tell you right now, uh, 
for the listeners, if you want good, real Ghostbusters toys, the only thing to do is buy the Kenner toys from the 80s. That's it. Those are the only great, real Ghostbusters toys. Your second best option is to buy the Medi Collector uh, retro-style Ghostbusters, which were the Mego-style ones they offered. Uh, those are good. And then these Diamond Select ones are, you know, you'll be able to get them. You'll be able to get them cheap. And if if they're good enough for you, they're great. But the the you're going to have four bodies that look exactly the same, which is not at all accurate for real Ghostbusters because Ray was fat, Peter was skinny, Egon was tall, and uh, Winston was mid-range. But if you're cool with having four bodies that look exactly the same, but just have different paint jobs, then that's fine. Go for it. You do you. <laughs> and if you if you're happy with having a real Ghostbusters Slimer that's a fucking giant with Scott Steiner's arms attached for some reason, <laughs> then that's cool. Even though in the cartoon. Slimer was barely bigger than a potato and had little skinny arms. But if you're cool with having fucking Scott Steiner Slimer, you you go ahead. You go ahead and buy that Diamond Select Slimer. You'll be happy with it. Anyway, back to Mezco. Uh, one, one more thing that Mezco had in their 112 uh, was uh, Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th Part 3, which if that's... You know, if you get the Friday the 13th license, the first figure you're going to do is from Part 3 because that's the first movie where Jason had the hockey mask. Uh, and I'll say, you know, it needs some work. This is the first time we saw the 112 Jason. He was part of the uh, the secret preview silhouette. Right. Uh, his, his shirt looks funky. His mask isn't quite right. Uh, but it'll probably be two years before the figure actually comes out. So we'll give it time, and I'm sure it'll be a great figure. The I have avoided the horror figures for the most part because I'm trying to stick to the comic book stuff with the 112 figures, but as soon as they show a Freddy Krueger, I'm, I'm going to oh, get him. You know that San Diego. They're going to announce it. I know. Freddy, Freddy's my guy. He's the one I'm going to get. Uh, I, oh. I, I didn't get Frankenstein. Uh, I'm not going to go in on Michael Myers. I am getting little Alex from Clockwork Orange. Just yeah, that's because, a good-looking figure. Yeah, he looks amazing. And just the idea of having a little Alex for Batman and Judge Dredd to beat up is is tremendous. Uh, that's who? Did they show anybody else besides that? No, I think that's everything. Oh, no, wait. Uh, another thing that they showed uh, for the first time, which they didn't make a big deal of because he was just part of the big display, but uh, for the first time they showed the Justice League Flash, the movie version. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know what? I hate that costume as a Flash costume, but as a toy, it looks great. It's a great toy design i just hate it conceptually but i've i've got the multiverse movie flash and i i love it it makes a great toy i won't buy the 112 version because i paid 20 bucks or no i didn't even pay 20 bucks for it uh i i you know i've got a little plastic version on my shelf right now and that's good enough i don't need an 80 dollar version 
Uh, but this was the first time they showed it, and it looks great. All the Justice League 112 figures look tremendous. Oh, and uh, Armored Tactical Batman, or whatever he's called. Oh, yeah. But we'd seen him before. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was all out. And the two, the other, the Ma- other Matt Murdock Daredevil, the first season one. Yeah, which is yeah, that one was cool. Not a very exciting figure. But. It's well, it's not an exciting it's, figure, but he looked really cool. If yeah, he, it, if he wasn't gonna be seventy five bucks or whatever, I'd buy it. Yeah, and I didn't realize his gloves went up to his elbows on that show. It kind of makes me want to go back and look at it. He's got opera gloves. It's totally, yeah. totally a thing. <laughs> uh, if they if they did a Marvel Legends version of that Daredevil, I would probably get it, but I will not get a one twelve version of it. Yeah, no way. If they do a one twelve Jessica Jones, though, totally on board. Yep, absolutely. All right, so I think we have covered everything that I had written down in my notes. Is there is there any other stuff from this year's Toy Fair that you guys uh, feel like we overlooked or wanted to bring up? I will take that as a no. no so yeah. we're going to go around now, and I want you guys to tell me the thing that excited you most from this year's show, uh, just to give you time to think about it since I didn't tell you we were going to do this. Uh, I will tell you the thing that I'm most stoked about, and I've got to say, <laughs> and, I, and I already talked about this, but I'll, I'll go ahead and reiterate it. For me... The fact the Super Seven Reaction Robocop figures, uh, the potential for Super Seven to create the entire cast of Robocop is just so enticing to me. Uh, I, I want an SUX. I want everything. I want everything from Mo- Robocop. I'll buy it all. I want a little Ed 209, which granted, I've got the NACA one, and it's amazing, but to apply the reaction aesthetic to that movie that came out in 1987 is so perfect. I want a glow-in-the-dark RoboCop. I want, like, everything that they feel like they can get away with, I will buy because I love RoboCop. Uh, Jay, what, what for you, what stuck out the most this year? What's the thing that sort of excited you the most? Yeah, Super 7 definitely had some cool stuff. Uh, for me personally, right now, I'm kind of dialed into Marvel Legends. So for me, it was the uh, uh, 10-year anniversary movie line. Um, I definitely see myself picking up uh, uh, most of those um, to add to the collection. Well, and it's so, so nice that we're finally getting some of the villains that, that were kind of like, why the fuck didn't we get these in the first place? Exactly, yeah. I've got, like, uh entire shelf of uh Iron Man's and Captain America's. It'd be nice to add a uh, uh, Red Skull or Mandarin to right. that. Right. Right. Literally, all we've got is Loki, Hela, and, uh like, one or two other villains, and that's it. So I'm I'm really happy there. Yeah, that's that's solid, man. I'm gl- I'm glad we're getting some villains there. Uh Josh, what was your highlight of this year's Toy Fair? 
Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I wasn't all that impressed this year by much of anything. I felt like I'd seen most of everything before. Really, I guess if I'm being honest, the, um, we didn't talk about it, but the only thing I'm really kind of excited about is I think I finally have found a uh, DCU a line that I, I like, and that's the SH Figure Arts. Um, oh, they're doing. Man. They're doing the, the movie figures and yeah, like yeah. they finally got like the Superman that looks good and then the, the Wonder Woman and the Batman look excellent and uh, I finally feel like, okay, these are some figures that, uh, I like aesthetically for the movie figures. I'm actually glad you brought up the, the Bandai figure art stuff because I've only in the last year started sort of picking up some of the imports from, from Bandai Medicom and whatever. And, uh, that figure art stuff. It looks really, really good. They, they managed to pack a lot of articulation into a really please, aesthetically pleasing form. Uh, I don't want to spend that much money, but at the same time, they, they're really good at what they do. It just pisses me off that the Star Wars figures, uh, because, of yeah. the lic- because of the licensing are up around a hundred bucks. Uh, it sucks. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Figurates had some cool, cool stuff. Uh, I, I would love to, I'd love to have the budget to collect everything that they do. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what was your highlight of the show? I gotta say, the highlight I think of all of Toy Fair was Toy Donald Glover's eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> that figure, I haven't been that happy looking at an action figure in forever. And like, the feeling of, I need that right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's, uh, like I said, I don't collect the six inch scale black series, but I am absolutely buying that Lando. He was, uh, if, you know, if I was making a top 10 of this toy fair, he, he would definitely be on the top 10, possibly top five, as far as yeah. like things that I looked at and went, holy shit, I've got to have that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, guys, let's go around, uh, Ryan. You you just you're, you you have no online presence. You're under the radar, man. Yeah, I don't really do all that. Eh, that's okay. You you come on the show when we need you. You have the information that we require, and that's all we need. Uh, Jay, where can we find your stuff online? Uh, BelligerentMonkey dot com, and that's uh, BelligerentMonkey dot com. Solid. Uh, Josh, where are you at? What are you up to? Uh, well, not much of anything anymore since I ended my podcast uh, half a year or so ago. So, I mean, you can still go check out our old episodes uh, at the Oncoming Storm podcast. But uh, other than that, I'm just sitting back collecting toys. Oh, my gosh. That sounds so nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to join you in online retirement. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about Toy Fair 2018. And uh, we will reconvene in just a few months to discuss what happens at San Diego Comic-Con. Thanks a lot, you guys. Thanks, man. Thank you. Okay, I've got to add a note here. Uh, Your friend and mine, Mr. Bo Brown, was absent this episode, and we won't be doing uh, any kind of follow-up episode because Super 7 essentially had no Masters of the Universe announcements of any kind. Uh, there, there were the Princess of Power muscle figures that are coming out, but no additions to their Masters of the Universe line, which is understandable since uh, much of the stuff they announced over a year ago isn't out yet anyway. 
so I, I do kind of appreciate the fact that they're taking their time with it. Uh, I don't appreciate the fact that people are getting the current crop of figures and there's still problems. Uh, it's, it's a damn shame. I, again, like I did the beginning for DC Collectibles, I wish Super 7 the best. I think they're a fantastic company and I love them. But, uh, I guess managing that line is a little bit more than they expected. Uh, alright. Oh, and, and speaking of Mr. Bo Brown, he says that he believes he heard those blind box muscle figures will be available in other formats than just the blind box. So maybe that thing's just for retail. Uh, which is smart because that blind box is huge at retail now. You go to Target and there's a whole end cap of blind box crap. So, you know, good for them for, for figuring out that, that way into retail if that's what they do with it. Uh, but I hope I can go and just buy full sets on the website or, or whatever the case may be. So you guys go to laysexoflex.com for dirty, dirty music. Go to mysterymenofsurf.com or just Google mysterymenofsurf. Uh, for lots of music that you hear the interstitials uh, throughout the show. And that's all I have for you this week. Next week, uh, if it all works out, big, exciting interview out of nowhere. I love you guys. That's, <laughs> that's, that's an important part of this process. Yeah, it's amazing that in 2018 there are licensed action figures that look like that. Wow. Well, and what really, are we talking about? Uh, if you if you pull up Toy Arc, the fourth post down is for Jazzwares Assassin's Creed figures. Oh yeah, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Those eyes are ridiculous. <laughs> well, the, like I'm looking at it, and the sculpt really isn't bad. It's just those eyes are horrible. Ah, those eyes are brutal. <laughs> oh. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vix employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh. <laughs>